millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day folks and welcome to Australian UFO Sightings official podcast. I'm your host Anthony Goodall and you're listening to Encounters Down Under. Here we invite guests on the show to tell us about their encounters with aliens and UFOs, where most of our episodes were streamed live from our Facebook page, which gave listeners the opportunity to ask questions to our guests regarding their encounter. If you have had an encounter and would like to be a guest on the show, please get in touch with us. You can send us a message through our Facebook page, Encounters Down Under, or send us an email at sightings at outlook.com.au. Be sure to join us on Facebook and share with your friends and family to help us grow, and hopefully encourage others to come forward with their encounter. If you're an iTunes listener and a fan of the show, why not give us that five-star rating and review, and you could have your review featured on the podcast. But enough of that, let's get into what you've been waiting for. So kick back, relax with your favourite beverage, and enjoy the show. G'day folks and welcome to another episode of Encounters Den Under. I had the privilege of being invited to Unlocking the Code podcast where I joined Triffin and covered some great aspects of the UFO phenomenon as well as some of the theories of human history and the world's development. Be sure to check out their podcast which is available on all the major platforms. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back everyone. It's my great pleasure to introduce Anthony from the Encounters Down Under podcast. How are you mate? Going good mate, self. Really good, man, and and uh, awesome to have you on, mate. Well, it's just, we're having each other on. Is that what we're doing? Pretty much, mate. Yeah, yeah. Getting well, it on well, together, mate. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Something's on something. Something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I think the pleasure's all mine, really. Yeah. Well, you know, thanks for having me. I definitely feel had, uh, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah, as I say, pleasure to have you on, man. Uh, always good uh, connecting with other Aussie podcasters. I think it's fantastic. And so your show, you talk to people about their encounters with ufos now a thousand questions but the first one is why why did you start encounters down under what was the what was the key there i suppose like from an age i've always had an interest in the whole concept of the aliens and ufos and all that stuff that happens around the world and that but what really sort of got me was like listen to people's stories and that's where to me that was like the greatest part about the whole ufo concept was like you know people's experiences and such 
yeah. and it, it sort of keeps keeps diving into this unknowing world of the reality of what these things are you know mm. and so that's i suppose that's where i got my passion a little bit um and the in, real interest in it all just following people's stories you know like yeah, yeah. we listen to the stories from the u.s and military and all sort of stuff but it's always sort of like it seems to be the same sort of thing you know but where when it comes to people's experiences like they're seeing different objects or different mm. sort of beings and stuff you know they're all having similar experiences but they're always different in their own sense yeah and it always seems to end in the same sort of concept as well um you know they might have brief little experiences like little memories here that come through or they might just see something that leaves them questioning for years later because they only got a glimpse of it for a few seconds there before they could mm. sort of really get an understanding of what the hell it was so you know mm. i guess yeah it's me that's just where it all led off from there. So and just a curiosity, mate. Curiosity for the, it is, the story. Yeah. yeah. And look, that's it's a curiosity that leads us where we where we want to go, mate. I think that's um being curious is very important. One of the questions I really wanted to ask you, because it's something we've talked about a little bit here on the podcast, is like, you know, apart from you know, whatever happened the last three years, and we don't want to talk about it tonight, we've got better things to do. However, um, one of the craziest things that happened to me was they confirmed that UFOs are real and no one cares. Yeah, it's surprising, isn't it? Isn't that strange? I mean, what, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I, I don't understand. And the problem that I've got at the moment, Anthony, is that as we as they keep going, oh, yeah, UFOs are real, well, I, I, don't, I, I believe them less and less, and I don't know whether that's a, an issue with what's happened recently, but, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it must have been crazy. I mean, you, that is literally your genre, and you've watched people just not even care that UFOs are real. Yeah, look, people are even still trying to deny that the existence are there. But then, like, you know, you see it there on the media. They're admitted to it, and that's the, that's the strange part. And, like, you know, we sort of half expected people to take a bigger interest in the whole topic. Mm. And I suppose some people have sort of come out and, you know, they've, they've probably encouraged people to start, start coming forward with their own experiences and such. But a lot of people, um, not a lot, but, you know, some people have sort of gone, well, what is actually out there? And they've all sort of started searching the internet to come and, what these theories are and whatever whatnot mm -hmm. but it's not like the massive pandemic that you sort of half expected people to go on oh shit you know aliens are real yeah um, i mean there, i mean it is it's not conclusive proof but there's evidence that there's things that aren't from around here or are from here somewhere else uh that we don't have any idea that we can't you know, I mean, obviously the classic, the, the, the Tic Tacs are classic at the moment, aren't they? You know, there yeah. seems to be a Tic Tac phenomenon. However, that is obviously tracked by radar and, you know, David Fravor and all those sort of, you know, that's the, that's a very um, believable story and an actual real evidence. And yeah, I, I would have thought, you know, especially considered the fear generated society that we exist in today, I would have thought maybe there would have been a different reaction, but it's been so fascinating that no one cares. Like I, you know, and look, there's a book in there's a book in the bookshelf there, mate. That uh, is an alien book. It's literally falling apart because I bought it when I was twelve. You know, like that's so it's been a fascination of mine forever. And I mean, do you, I mean, is there? It's hard not to think about a different agenda or something. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I, I just don't understand. Yeah, it's sort of hard to get a grasp on the agenda. Like people claim they're going to be like a fake alien invasion, that sort of stuff. And it's like, well, you know, I'm open to the idea of it, but I really don't think so. Because um, then again, they'll just lead the US military 
opening them out, opening themselves up to um, lying to the whole world or their country, you know, saying these aliens were never a threat to begin with mm. until mm. now, you know. Yeah. And that's like the whole purpose of why they've sort of haven't really bothered because they weren't seen as a threat, you know. Mm. Um, I guess mm. that's one thing that uh, I don't know. It's it's really weird, isn't it? Like when you really think about it, like it's, why it's there's. But again, like um, you think of um, when they first brought it out, was it twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? When they when they bring it out the um disclosure on that um. Yeah, it was Joe Rogan, I think, was the big one, wasn't it? It was David Fravor. It was a bit before that, but it, yeah, I think. Yeah, they sort was... of released it, but the big announcement through New York Times there, I can't remember, was that? I think it was 2019. Yeah, I think, yeah, 2019 rings the bell, yeah. And, um, oh, where was it going with that then? Um, you know, um, I've lost myself here, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. The, the, the release in 2019 of the, the Fravor incident and the reaction. Yeah, that's um, well, when COVID nineteen came out. That's where I was going. Um, so all the importance was going away from from that. That's so you yeah. know, COVID nineteen was a big thing. You know, world pandemics and stuff, and all the media concentration was on that. And so mm. it basically threw the whole UFO agenda down the drain because of that. I think, and that's where there wasn't no mass hysteria because mm. um, everyone's really, already closing doors. Yeah, I suppose the other one that came out during that time was um, Bob Lazar. Yeah, where, where do you sit with Bob? Do you, are you, do you believe Bob or where, where do you sit with Bob? He's an interesting character, right? Yeah, no, he is. Look, look, I'm pretty confident in, in Bob. Um, you know, like he was saying things that were coming out, you know, things yeah, that were true. The, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like you got the new element there, you had these like little weird handprint things there to go on for security scans. Yeah, a lot like, of the stuff that he said came out to be, ended up being true. And I think that's, yeah. I side with Bob too. Um, However, yeah, he's an interesting character and he's never made any money off it or anything else like That's that. Right. It's not like he's used it for, you know, and whatever, I think I'm pretty sure whatever money he made off that documentary, he gave it to the local high school to build a new science lab or something. Somewhat, so it's not, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's fascinating stuff. So I suppose Encounters Down Under, have you had your own encounter or? Yeah, it- I did. Yeah. I've, to me, to this day, I still try and explain it as a way as two fighter jets, but. Um, I can tell you a story if you like. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Yep. So um, I work in the mining industry there and um, we're obviously on night shifts there. It's like about 2015 in January, roughly. Um, so we're on night shifts, about 10, 11 o'clock, something like And, uh, you know, just cruise along the machines and just work heavy machinery and that. And I can see there's two orange orb-like objects side by side, but in like a formation, like one sort of one in front of the other and just cruising yep. along. And so I looked at it and I go, what the hell is that? Anyway, I was looking at it and going, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool. No navigation lights or anything like that. So like, I'm thinking, well, two fighter jets. And I'm thinking I might be seeing the like, the afterburners of it. Mm, mm. And um, but yeah, the thing that threw me off was like, yeah, no navigation lights. So mm. obviously I'm not going to hear any sounds there because I'm obviously in heavy machinery there. You can't hear jack shit. Yeah, you're not going to hear anything. And so I've jumped the two way. They're like, hey, boys, like, you see, see what's flying over us there? And they're like, nah, I can't see. Like, you know, they're looking around everywhere and no one seemed to see it. But anyway, I went for some smoko, some crib, um, you know, lunch break, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking to the people there and they're like, yeah, no, we saw it. We saw it. And we're like, what the hell was it? Two fighter jets or what? And like, no, no, there was like no noise, man. Like these, these things weren't that high either. Yeah, um, right. You know, those doing doing a flyby, checking out what the boys were doing at the coal mine. Yeah, you know, it's sort of like they flew from um, northwest to southeast, so just in a straight line, nothing too uh, spectacular or amazing, like you know, to raise yeah, any real did. questions. But yeah, they didn't start darting around the sky. No, nah, nothing like that. that. Yeah. So there's nothing really overly unusual about it. So there's nothing to 
even give the slightest hint that they could have been mm. uh, ET craft or, you know, whatever. Um, but the fact that, like, you know, they're away from the, the other boys are from away from the old machinery or yeah. the pit, you know. Mm-hmm. So they can hear anything that's going to go over. And mm. these things went directly over the top of them. So, you know, they're saying there's no sound or anything. And if there were two fighter no jets, noise. you're going to hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have roared over the top of you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so that, that's, that's the thing that was confusing. And I'm like, sure, it's got two fighter jets because like, it just looked like the afterburners. I'm like, yeah, no, mm. no, there's nothing else, man. Like, you know, these things just cruise in the past and no noise and just kept going over the horizon. And like, they were probably gone within less than, I don't know, five minutes, four minutes, something like that. So they were yeah, hooking right. along, but, you know, just nothing spectacular that defies our knowledge. <laughs> sort of Apart thing. from no noise, which is, yeah. which is another common thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, my listeners have heard this story, but I, I, I had, I had one when I was about 14, uh, living in Ballarat in Victoria. And, you know, that was, it was the nineties, mate. We didn't have any computers or anything. So we used to lay on the driveway and look at the stars. You know what I mean? I had me and a couple of friends and we're looking, I remember looking out my driveway straight across the paddock and this thing just started bouncing around the sky. Right. And I probably watched it for about, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds. And I realized they had like a small telescope that I used to, that my dad had. And I ran inside to grab the telescope, grabbed it. As I came outside, the thing did a, like a little zigzag and then took off. Oh, okay. So I never got, never got to raise the telescope towards it. But yeah, I'll never forget that, man. Like that. And yeah, there was three or four other people that were, were all standing there going, what is that? And then, yeah, it was literally just zigzagging around the sky like, the, the classic story defying the the physics you yeah know? um and yeah the only other one i had was uh min min light which, oh, yeah. which was like uh where was i i was working uh the csg fields far west of um out near roma or out near there you know the, the big fields out there yep, yep. and we were coming home like the boss said we could go home the next day so me and my side would wake up at one o'clock in the morning and drive home at two, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's the next day, yep. technically. Um, so we we're on the road, two, three o'clock in the morning, doing a hundred Ks an hour. And um, yeah, these, and like we, 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 we worked out there. We knew where all the rigs were. We knew where all the camps were, that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, this light appears to the left in the distance. And how I describe it is like a big train light. You'd seen them, the coal trains, you know, they've got the big spotlight on the front of them. Yep. But there's no rail out there. There's no line. Well, there's a line out there, but that's not where it is. And like what? And it was one of those things, man, it's two o'clock in the morning. We're pretty tight into the swing. And about five minutes, this goes on. This light's to the left of us. Doesn't get any closer. Doesn't get any further. It's really bright, really white. And I finally looked to my side. I'm like, do you see what's going on? He's like, yeah, do you? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, good. Because I was worried it was just me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Been a long three weeks. Like, you know, we could be seeing things. And uh, anyway, we watched it for another couple of minutes and then this, this, and it never got any closer, never got any further, never got any dimmer. And then all of a sudden it winked out just as quickly as it winked on. And I, I don't know, you know, like, yeah. It's amazing, eh? It's, it raises a lot of questions and, you know, we try and figure out what the hell these things are, like, especially like the concept of the zigzagging in the sky. Like, what the hell is that all about? Mm. Um, you know, that's got me buggered. Like, you know, these... Well, it's anti-gravity tech. It's anti-gravity yeah. tech, whatever it is, yeah. And, like, you know, they can zip hundreds of miles or kilometers or whatever you want to call it, you know, in seconds, like within mm. a second. Mm. But to well, be bouncing around it... like a pinball, is like, why? Yeah. Just, be, I don't know, were they, 
makes you wonder whether they they saw us watching them and they're putting on a show or something. You know, yeah. like I don't I don't understand that. And sometimes they seem to do that. I mean, if you think that what's that guy's name, Stephen Greer, that's his yeah. thing. He he calls the UFOs to him or whatever. He goes out to the desert and plays some music or something. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, me too. Me too. On Stephen Greer, he's he's got um, the right idea, I suppose. But the way he goes about, I don't like because um, no, like, you know he monetizes I, off the whole thing. Hmm. He makes a, a, a marketing out of the whole damn thing, you know. And that, to me, that's there always that's seems wrong. to be a new fad as well. There always seems to be a new fad with him as well. Yeah. Every every couple of years, there's something else that he wants you to do. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, like he's on the right path, I suppose. Like, in trying to want to, you know, bring out disclosure or whatever, you know. But like, I just don't feel that's the right way of going about it and trying to make a market out of it. It's not hmm. right in my my personal opinion, anyway. No, I don't think so. I mean. Look, you're an independent researcher. I'm an independent researcher. We do what we do because we love it, yeah. because we're drawn to it. It's a, it's a passion. You know, it's like, as you say, you've just got a curiosity. You have to know. And, you know, with my research, that's the same with me. They crisscross so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I suppose, look, I know you wanted to ask me some questions as well, because considering this is a swap cast, but sort of last one, I mean, where do you think these things are coming from? Do you think that they're potentially, I mean... One of my theories, man, is they always what's in the ocean, Anthony. Yeah. They always go into the ocean, mate. They always come out of the ocean. We know less about our ocean than we do our near Earth space. Okay. What's in the ocean? Well, you sort of beat one of my questions there now, so I was going to ask you. But um... oh, yeah, well, I can, I can, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll flip it back on the later <laughs> if you want. That's all right. Look, I, it's it's a really hard one to sort of answer on that one. You know, it's one of those rabbit holes. You can sort of go down one path there, and you think, well. Are they interdimensional beings of sort? You know, they're well, well and truly in front of our technology, and they've been able to break the dimensional barrier and being able to travel in that sort of way. Um, are they from another galaxy, or are they in this galaxy but from a different solar system? You know, mm. um, are they from this solar system? Well, exactly. Um, you know, they could have. There's so many different theories there. Like they come in from Mars, you know, and then come swap planets. You know, with us. Or they could have always been terrestrial, you know. They could have been from a different civilization in time when the Earth was doing its resetting and, you know, balancing, you know, throughout its lifetime. Yeah, well, I mean, so you want you want to flip the question back around around on me? Where yeah. are they coming from? All right. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on it? Look, a couple of things. Look, I mean, yeah, what's in the ocean? And I agree, interdimensional, intergalactic, drones. Um, however, from a... Uh, an ancient civilization point of view, which I know you know that's what we're into here. Yeah. If you were, I mean, some of the research that I do, Anthony, I mean, there's Upart that goes back supposedly 300 million years, okay, that's found in coal, right? So yeah. imagine digging in the coal seam and, you know, there's a sledgehammer and I think that dates to 200 million years or something like that, don't quote me, but it's a, it's a long time ago. And it's a proper sledgehammer with a handle and everything that they found in a coal seam, Um you know, 100 metres below the ground. They found wagon wheels, all this upart, gold chains. It's all this weird stuff. And it dates back 100 million, 300 million, you know, 300,000, you know, 300,000 years in this fine gold chain come out of this bit of coal. Um, we, we've got no idea, I don't think, mate. Um, and I think if you were a race that survived a few cataclysms, you would figure out pretty quickly that the surface of this planet's a bit of a nasty place, right? Cyclones, tornadoes, 
earthquakes, floods, fires, you name it, right? It all happens on the surface. The stablest place on this planet is actually under the ocean. Yeah. Right. So if you were going to continue to advance your race, and where would you invent anti-gravity tech in the ocean, right? So, I mean, this is the whole point. These Tic Tacs can move through any medium. Um, you know, they, they've seen them dive into the ocean, come out of the ocean, and they don't decelerate or accelerate. They just, it means nothing to them. And I do wonder. I do wonder whether the Tic Tacs are, are from around here, you know? Uh, yeah, my offsider, he, he might have been here tonight, but he, he's, a, he's not feeling too well, so he bailed. But um, he loves the reptilians, right? And his, his, his theory is, uh, so what is it, hundred and 90 million to 60 no, 100 whatever it is i think the the, the reptil, reptiles had 110 million years to evolve right from when they you know the when they found the first fossil to the last fossil when the meteorite hit 65 million years ago so did they evolve you know what i mean and what's one of the key things you always hear i mean you would have heard it a heap yourself mate reptilian aliens you know what i mean there's there's that reptilian representation um it is a mystery you know, the bigger mystery is why no one cares. However, it, you know, we talk about the, the ancient civilization stuff. I mean, the UFOs are depicted in every, in cave art, in the oldest cave art that we can find. There seems to be dish-shaped objects depicted on the walls uh, through every ancient culture. I mean, but even you want to talk about Sumerians, right? So, you know, the Sumerians, in the Sumerian text, they knew when, they knew that the cataclysm was coming was going to be so bad that they fled the planet. That's what the texts say. They fled the planet. It makes you wonder how they sort of got to know it. Know, like, how the reading of the Earth of such an ancient civilization, you know, how they figured this sort of stuff out. And, like, we can't even barely predict a bloody earthquake, you know? Well, mate, I think they were a lot more advanced with us. I think they are in tune with the Earth more than us. You know, I think... You know, with anything to do with the builder culture and the, and the previous culture, we, we've really got to start thinking in vibration and frequency and, and sound. And, you know, it's a big, the earth is a big magnet, right? Don't tell me that there isn't enough energy here, right? There's a, there's a guy, it's on the list of subjects to investigate, but apparently this guy harnessed the magnetic power of the earth through magnetos and motors and basically created a um, perpetual motion device and yeah, and then all of a sudden he shot himself in the head twice. You know what I mean? Then and the the design goes away. Um, I th we don't understand. Well, I think we do. I think there's been a suppression of many many things, uh, and an understanding of of who these beings are. I mean, what if? I mean, you, you, so let's take. You know, we we work on the one percent here theory here at UTC, Anthony. So, what if? 1% of all the documentation you've seen that the governments of the world are, you know, liaising with these races and these beings and they know about them and blah, 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 secret space forces, battles under the ice and, you know, there's so much of that stuff. Are you telling me that it's all bullshit? What if 1% of it is true? Well, that's the thing. That's the, you keep your open mind. Like, um, mm. anything is possible. Mm. You know, that's the, that's the thing. A lot of people don't want to understand that. Because mm. they just want to be narrow-minded, saying what is reality here. You know, like, like I'm, I'm all for logic and you know keeping your feet on the ground, and not getting too up in the air with conspiracies and such like. You know, you just got to remain um, objective. You know, 
yeah it's like you know but conspiracies like they come from somewhere mm. and like whether those conspiracies have been changed to suit their agenda or whatnot but like at least got some part of that conspiracy is going to be true at some point absolutely you yeah. know like the people are saying like you know the uh, the nazis went down to antarctica like uh, well they I'm, definitely did i'm not against the idea um you know it's possible well, I mean, Hitler was Hitler was obsessed with the paranormal and 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 all this sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, Antarctica is one of those things. We've been asked; some of our American correspondents have asked us to delve into Antarctica, so that's rocketing up the list. But I mean, there's Admiral Byrd that went down to Antarctica with a full battle fleet. Yeah, like why? And why can't we fly over Antarctica? Well, I don't know. If so, I don't know if how true these things are. I've seen like the um. On Facebook, they're advertising flights over Antarctica. Um, where whichever areas they go to, I don't know. But you know, suddenly there's flights all of a sudden. I, you know, before we never used to be able to fly down there. Yeah, because it's just yeah, how I, dangerous yeah. it is. But now all of a sudden we can do that. So it's like, well, but why is it dangerous? I mean, the Antarctic is weird, right? They yeah. they split Antarctica up amongst eight or nine countries. Yeah. You know, one of the things we love here is the old maps, right? And there's the Piri Reis map. There's the uh, Arrakis map. There's I'm dragging stuff out of the brain box now, but there's a heap of these old maps where Antarctica's coastline is depicted free of ice. Yeah, okay. So uh, obviously someone's gone down there earlier and seen before the ice has sort of picked up. Well, you got to remember the Antarctica supposedly wasn't discovered until what, 1800 or something like that, I think yeah. it was. I can't remember. It was after Australia. Um, whereas these maps dating back to the 1500s and earlier... But all the maps too, all the maps that we see now, they're all copies of maps that uh, who knows how old, right? Yeah. And they have all these coastline. And Antarctica is one of the ones. Is a the, the in, in a couple of different maps is a, the coastline of Antarctica free of ice. Wow. And the only way that we know that it matches is that we've used, you know, penetrating technology, and we can see the landmass of Antarctica under the ice, and it does actually match the maps. That's so, incredible. I mean, how. You know, you've got, you talk about suspending belief systems, Anthony, and being objective. You need to completely let go of whatever you've been taught about our ancient history and our past and our civilizations. Like we were circumnavigating the globe for a long time. I mean, one of the ones that, you know, just from more recent times, you talk about China. Up until 400 years ago, China was circumnavigating the seas in boats four times the size as the Spanish, Spanish galleons just giving shit away, like giving silk away and trade. And and then 400 years ago, they changed regimes and shut their borders. But they had ships four times the size of Spanish galleons that are, were roaming the seas 400 years ago. That's incredible. Uh, so it sort of makes you wonder where that down that pathway things change. Because, like, you know, our history is so dedicated to the Roman history. Like, you know, we sort mm. of gone through from the Greeks and then the Romans sort of took over and became mm. the world leader you know like you know taking over the the entire european you know taking yep. over the um the uk and you know pretty much all of europe really pretty much they've made a big influence there and that's where we sort of mm. followed through so it sort of makes you wonder where in the history did, did things change from the romans where the chinese sort of went their own way as well well i yeah. think i mean you talk about the romans there's been roman coins found in northern australia now i mean it's been said that they were prospectors and they dropped coins or whatever but you know, there's loose evidence that the Vikings, there's loose evidence that the Vikings went everywhere, basically. Yeah. Um, definitely into America, definitely into Europe. 
uh, you know, Mediterranean. Um, again, the, the or any mainstream theory of history is either built on a bed of sand, right? So it's not, when you dig into it, there's not a lot to it. Or it's so thin, right? I mean, you know, we talk about the hominids here, you know, if you want to talk about different creatures and stuff like that. A couple of the hominids that they say are entire new beings are based off like a, 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 a pinky knuckle, yeah. right? So all they've got is literally like that. And they're like, there's a whole new species. Like, how can you know what it looks like when all you've got is a pinky knuckle? Yeah, that right? does make and sense. They've built an entire theory around it, right? And this is what I mean. It's so much stuff. The evidence is so thin, Anthony. I mean, the the research here at UTC is, is, is focused but wide and varied at the same time because every time you dig into a certain rabbit hole, it takes you down another one. Yeah. And then they, they all end up connecting back in somewhere along the way. But it's so random. You know, I mean, you know, the, the other one that, you know, from the, uh, the UFO stuff, they always talk about the elongated skulls and stuff like that. I mean, there's literally uh, the Paracas skulls in South America are true elongated skulls and they still had red hair on them when they found them, right? And these things are actually different beings. They're, they're, they're not, you know, and then you've got all the cultures around the world that used to bind their skulls to make them elongated to honor the gods. Yeah, I was right? about to mention that. I think that's in Africa, isn't it? Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Africa, like... South America. Yep. Um, there's a lot of cultures that do that. Yeah. 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 So that's what I sort of mean. Like when you come through like conspiracy there and you go throughout history, how much of history has been changed to adapt to the agenda where they want it to? travel through pretty so how much, much most of it <laughs> pretty much so yeah. it makes you wonder like how much history have we lost out of so all this much. how much truth behind this history i should say so much so much it, it, it's it's unbelievable to be honest mate um well i suppose we're, we're sort of steering into my territory so did, did you want to did you want to ask me some questions mate well so like basically like you know like throughout your research there like you you know aliens have always been a part of civilization like mm. where do you know roughly where the first sort of, um, you know, detail or information that might even hint to the fact that aliens were visiting at that time at all? There is, there's rock art here in Australia that is very interesting, depicting dish-shaped objects in the sky. Uh, dates back, don't quote me on numbers here, I'm pulling them out of the air, but I'm pretty sure 30,000 plus um, years ago. Uh there's depictions in hieroglyphs. There's actually, uh, oh, it'll take me a while to find it, but it's on the, there's a day, I think it was 3,000 years ago in Egypt where these discs turned up in the sky and basically danced around the sky for three days. And the pharaoh at the time um, made them make walls depicting this event because it was so, he, he deemed it so important. Um, you know, but I mean, how far, I mean, it's such an interesting thing so it's um it, the number has changed right so but I know, I know these numbers off by heart it's much further back now i think the oldest homo sapiens sapiens skeleton is five hundred thousand plus years old now okay but i know the numbers for three hundred thousand because that and that's how it was right because the thing is anthony each turn of the spade changes history okay so let's pretend it's three hundred thousand so a generation is 25 years or so, okay? 
So that means there's 6,666.66 out into infinity generations in 300,000, okay? In six generations, in 150 years, we went from horseback as the main mode of transport to landing on the moon. So you're telling me in the other 6,660 generations, we did fuck all. Yeah, that's one of those things I was, I was actually going to bring that up myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what do we do? Yeah. And so but remember now, so that's 6,000, it's actually 500,000 plus, right? So add another, what's that? 1,000, 1,500 generations on top of that yeah. of Homo sapiens sapiens. Okay. The other thing is too is that, so 70,000 years ago, the reset button was hit in a major way here on planet Earth, where the human race globally got to somewhere between five and 10,000 people total, right? And they know that because all of our genes basically go back to those 10,000 people. However, between 70,000 and 12,900 years ago, which is when the first cataclysm came, yeah, sure, there were some interesting periods in that time, as there always is. But there was 50-odd thousand years there where that section of humanity had a chance to develop. Now, we've been, you know, let's say 10,000 years. Well, it's, it's, it's practically 12,000 years, right? Agriculture pops up around Gobekli Tepe um, 11,600 years ago. So imagine us in another 40,000 years, where would we be? I'd like to imagine we're on the same path of what we're seeing UFOs to this day, you know, anti-gravity, some sort of, you know, advanced technology that's well, mm. truly above what we are today anyway. Mm. At least you'd like to think so. Or, you would like or to think yourself, so. Wiped ourselves out. <laughs> or, yeah, well, I think you would probably do that once or twice along the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, however, I think as well, we don't understand the cataclysm that happened 12,900 years ago, right? Because there's many, many advanced, many ancient cultures that talk about um, flying objects. Um, you know, they've got the Vimana, you've got the depictions in South America, New Zealand, uh, a lot of India stuff. There's a an old Indian Sanskrit manuscript that's thousands of years old that if you open it, it actually reads like a schematic for a rocket. Huh? Oh, I think I know this one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of it now, but there is the, it is out there, right? Uh, so I wonder the level of technology that we actually got to. Mm. And, But as far as UFOs are concerned or extraterrestrial beings, I mean, what is what are the gods, mate? You know, like what the Nazca lines, only the gods can see them. Yeah, uh, I think that's where a lot of our religion's sort of based off, I like to think, um, you mm. know, because like, you know, if you see something that's way superior than yourself, you know, you're sort of basically treating them like a god, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's where a lot of our religion is based off that because, like, they can do amazing things. They're so advanced to us. You know, they can do healing. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched... Um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, the Orville. Uh, so the Orville, no. no show on Disney. It's, basically, it's, like a, it's a comedy based off um, Star Trek, basically, like this spacey sort of shit there. Um, oh, I've seen it. I've seen shorts of it. Yeah, yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. Seth yeah. MacFarlane from Family yes, Guy, and like, he yes, made it. Yes, And yeah. he actually put an episode in there where they've gone into like a sort of a, a civilization that's sort of like set in like medieval sort of times, you know, 
and they've come down with their ship. They're sort of like doing a bit of a scout out through it and that sort of stuff. And one of these little girls sort of hurt themselves there. So they, you know, they get the technology there and sort of help her along. Next minute, she's a god. Throughout, um, yeah. You know, and it sort of makes you wonder, like, did something play a part in that? Like something similar like that play a part in the history of our mankind where they've come down that sort of helps humans but like not play a massive influence because they don't want to influence it that much. Mm. But they played a part there where they could see that, you know, something that you'd think a god could do. Well, I've got a, I've got a couple of things to, to say to that. Um, number one, Bruce Fenton has done some very interesting work on an alternate origin theory. Have you heard of the Out of Australia theory where basically we didn't come out of Africa, we came out of Australia? Um, and there's actually more evidence to support that than you'd think. Uh, but I mean, one of the races came out of Australia. I think you can, you know, there's there's four distinct races on the planet, I think. Um, and one of the races potentially came out of Australia. And there's a there's a guy called Bruce Fenton, but he, he's like uh, Valerie Burrows. Uh, she's fairly old now, but she'd be very interesting. She'd be very interesting to talk to. Uh, I haven't approached her because she's pretty old. However, uh, she's got a lot of videos and stuff out there on the Palladian theory. I mean, what, what do you know about the Palladies? Have you, you would have heard about the Palladians? Yeah, I've heard of them. I haven't really touched much on them. Like, I think that's the, the Viking race, isn't it? Like the ones with all the blonde hair and... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're potentially Elven. Um, that was yeah, a, it, something yeah. I heard the other day as well. Um, so long story short, now this, this is the physical evidence, okay? And now with my flash new camera, this here is... I'll see if I can get a bit closer... This here is australite tektite, okay? That's what that stone is there. Right. Okay? Now, that is a tektite that you can find in the outback everywhere in Australia. Now, it's all weird shaped. A lot of it's like teardrop shaped and, and there's interesting shapes to it. Uh, I've got some pictures here, actually, I could show you. Uh, it's like button shapes, but that is a piece of it as well. Basically... 780,000 years ago, there was something of a, there was a crystalline structure in low Earth orbit, right? And NASA will confirm this, okay? Because you can find australite tektite uh, everywhere, okay? Um, in fact, what are we doing, mate? What we better use some modern technology because I can actually show you what I'm talking about. Okay, so see that there? Mm-hmm. That there is. That there is australite tektite, okay, where all the crosses are, okay? Okay. See, these are the different tektites, right? And you see that point eight million years ago or 780,000 years ago. Something fell into low Earth orbit 780,000 years ago, okay? And a lot of them look like that, okay? They're like button oh, yeah. types. I think I've right? seen that before, actually. You probably would have. Now, the reason they look like that and, and the reason I say something was in low Earth orbit because it fell into the ground. I mean, when a meteorite comes out of the sky, comes out of the sky at 15,000 k's an hour and just smashes into the ground. These things didn't. They just sort of fell out of the sky and then, you know, they get their little balls like that one there, their little buttons like this, right? They just fell out of the sky, okay? Story goes that, so the indigenous, there's another couple there. The indigenous, oh, that's Stonehenge. Um, so the indigenous story goes, right? And not just the indigenous story of Australia, but the indigenous story of multiple cultures around the planet is the seven sisters of the Pallades got chased by the three brothers of Orion across the stars to Earth. Okay. Now, theoretically, this crystalline structure was a spaceship. 
and it was the Palladians. And they something was wrong with their planet. They were trying to adapt to our planet. They were upgrading the hominids that were on this planet. Now, Homo sapiens sapiens are quite interesting, right? Our genes have developed, hyper-developed over the last million years, like six times. And mainly, it's in the prefrontal cortex, our ability to communicate, doing exactly what we're doing now, critical thinking, that sort of stuff. Um, and we sort of evolved to be as big as we could be, to evolve to the size we can evolve to. There's, and a lot of other things, like a chicken's a chicken, man. Chicken hasn't, chicken's been a chicken for 20 million years. Yep. for what they reckon whereas we have changed accelerated since seven hundred eighty thousand years to now theory is the palladians upgraded us the spaceship exploded in low earth orbit which what gives us the australite tectite and crashed into australia basically now the work that bruce fenton done he's like okay so in theory if something exploded in low earth orbit there'd be evidence on the moon. You know, we could talk about the look, the moon's a whole different subject. However, theoretically, in the rock samples that were brought back from the space missions, there was astronaut tectite, except they didn't call it that because it was found on the moon. So there's evidence both sides that something exploded in low Earth orbit. And that is the creation story the Palladian versus Orion is not only the indigenous creation story, but most indigenous cultures across the globe have a very, very similar story, right? And they either align to the Palladian or they, either, or they align to the Orion, okay? So as the story goes, the Palladians and the Orions were teeing off on each other at Earth, on Earth, okay? And, you know, this is the shortened down version. The space, the space police came and said, righto, if you don't knock it off, forget about your piddly little weapons, we're going to throw rocks at the planet. Okay, you've got X amount of time to sort it out. At about 770, oh, I think like the story goes you've got 5,000 years to figure it out or you're done. And the story goes that 775,000 years ago, there is evidence of a multiple impact bombardment on four separate sides of the planet. Now, this is all, you can look this up on NASA. This is not, you know, casting the stones type stuff, right? four sides of the planet got hit by four separate impacts at the same time do you know the chances of that happening very slim very so it's going to be very, one side or it's going to be yeah. one we'll major skim impact across the top or whatever yeah exactly right nothing's going to hook around and hit us a few times right yeah and that those two things are real evidence that something it was a crystalline structure crashing into the planet but then if you connect all the indigenous creation stories they actually match it up right yeah and they don't really know how we got upgraded. They, you, 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 again, you look that evidence up, it's a long-winded, lots of big words. But if you look at it critically, read it critically, it's all bullshit. Okay? They don't know why we're conscious, Anthony. Why you're Anthony and I'm Triffitt. They don't know. Right? They can measure neurons in the brain and all that sort of stuff. But why am I me and you're you? They have no idea. Yeah, I think it's one of those things we're never really going to really understand or know till we actually sort of get that grade of technology where we can actually sort of find the origin or unless, you know, mm. these beings actually come in and go, g'day, we're your mum and dad, you know? Mm. Um, I've always, always heard theories like, you know, um, two planets colliding sort of, 
sort of thing, you know, like then that's created the moon, like it sort of cracked mm-hmm. in half and, you know, probably became the moon and the rest of it became the earth itself. And Oh, look, there's know, some very interesting stuff in the solar system, is. man. You know, Mars, Mars has been hit by something catastrophic, right? Half mm-hmm. of it, Mars is like a half peeled orange, right? Yeah. Um, and they're finding water on Mars. Once upon a time, there would have been an, a, um, uh, an atmosphere on Mars, right? Yeah. And I, and I was saying the other night, uh, I was doing some stuff actually in Earth's been Secrets about Mars. That's why it's fresh on my mind. But I was saying on the podcast last week that um, uh, the pictures that are coming off Mars are very interesting, mate, right? Yeah. I mean, and, I, and I'll repeat what I said. It's sort of like I get sort of, sort of sets of 30, like, oh, look at the evidence on Mars. And probably like 25 out of 30, I'm like, yeah, I don't really see what you're seeing. But maybe five out of thirty, I'm like, that is very interesting. That looks like a wall. That looks like broken down something. You know what I mean? Like that looks yeah. like some sort of wreckage. Uh, you know, as I said, what if one percent is true, mate? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's like that. Um, that image there, like the doorway. Mm. That's mm. interesting. Doorways, interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Like other, um, you know, shadows and you know, can create a lot of illusions there. But it looks too perfect to be a. Uh, natural phenomena for it to create something like that you know um well uh, that came across my feed through a couple of different channels i mean i you know that's that's the interesting thing about the internet when it works for you in a good way you get all this weird stuff straight up you know what i mean and i had that come across my desk and i'm like and i knew where it come from and i sent it the first thing i messaged back was like is this real and they're like yes it is real i'm like okay well that is weird yeah it's an anomaly right i mean you know the big question that i've got and we've never made it to the moon here at the UTC. Five years we've been promising uh, an exploration to the moon. We have never made it. However, um, why haven't we been back to the moon? Right? You want to build a space-faring civilization, you use two-thirds or you know three-quarters of the fuel breaking the Earth's atmosphere. Yep. The moon is full of elements and minerals and all sorts of stuff. How have we? Why are we not mining the moon? I mean, surely it's worth some money, right? Do we want to just go back to capitalism? And if we're going to be a space-faring civilization, it's a hell of a lot easier to take off from a quarter of the Earth's gravity than it is anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Why we, you know, what's on the moon and why haven't we been back? Yeah, so well, back Elon to you, wants what, to go to Mars. You, like, why Mars of all places? Like, you know, it, it was taken like 30 years to get there or something. Probably less than that. I, I mean, I, I, think, I think what Elon's going to do is all of a sudden he's going, oh, we invented hyperdrive. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that you be You know cool? what I mean? Like, yeah, I think. Yeah. That dude's an alien, though. He's got to be. He's got to be some He's, sort of dealings going yeah. on there. It's, it's some weird stuff going on there. I mean, he could be an eccentric genius. However, yeah, there's some weird stuff going on there. But he's the first to deny, isn't he? I mean, he's been on the JRE a couple of times. Oh, if there was aliens, yeah. I'd know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> would you tell us, though? Yeah, would you? Exactly, right? How, what, <laughs> how many contracts have you signed? I mean, what do you think about the tech? Do you think we've got tech? What do you think about, you know? You know, whatever it is, the um, Area 51, I was trying to think of the Bob Lazar one. It wasn't Sector 4 or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. I mean, do you yeah. think we've got tech? Do you think there's... We've definitely got the tech there. You know, like if, if, we've, um, if we've found crafts that are above us, we would have back-engineered them to some degree, you know. Um, but we wouldn't have mastered it because, uh, you know, certain elements probably we haven't come across yet so that'll, you know, that we need to go and power these things, you know. Mm. But I definitely feel like we got some sort of concept there of the technology that they have. 
like when you like um, think about it, like when we're talking about you know historical evolution of man, you know, we were sort of stuck in like a a steam age, um, or you know for hundreds of years. Yeah, and then um, you know before World War One, we started getting the oils and engineering into diesels and stuff like that. You know, started powering motors and whatnot. But it wasn't really till uh, when was that? Forty six. Roswell when happened was that 46 47 47 there you go you know it wasn't really till Roswell and then a few years later we started getting like microchips and you know started getting CDs and microwaves and all that sort of stuff mm. started punching through and it there wasn't was a leap in there was a leap in technology during that period it was a period. massive leap you know now everyone's just been improving that technology mm. and it's always been like a slow release on whatever the government's come up with back engineering or whatever they sort of figured out you know and going, oh look mm. we can sort of make use of this and you know yeah it is interesting it is interesting i mean it, it hasn't it hasn't i mean jet technology really hasn't changed since the 50s um yeah. you know i always say you know this is the you know the technology thing it's like in 1957 you could order a um a chevy bel-air uh like a cadillac eldorado i should say with cruise control air ride suspension air conditioning, electric seats, electric mirrors, electric windows, a crude GPS system and, a, you know, the best stereo of the day. What's changed apart from the stereo has gotten better? You know what I mean? Like mm. that hasn't, you know, fuel injection, all that yeah. sort of stuff. 1957, right? Um, there's just been an involvement of the same technology. And there's been a, look, I reckon, honestly, the, you know, the oil the you know the, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and those you know the the oil barons of the of the early 1900s, I think they hamstrung technology a little bit because I mean, like I said, there's the guy that invented the magneto motor that ran off the Earth's magnetism, right? Yeah. Which I I've said that for years, right? Magnets, magnets, right? Yeah, magnets are the answer, man. Okay, you want to talk about how do we move giant stones? I think some sort of magnetism, amongst yeah. other things, right? Um, but that's gone. You know, there's the guy that invented the engine in Adelaide, that the ceramic engine that ran off water that was just as powerful as a 202 back in the 70s. He got a handshake deal and he crashed into a tree. And it's the only tree within 10 kilometers, mate. These guys don't know how to drive, man. You know, they make these incredible <laughs> inventions and then they crash into the only tree for five yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Eh? A lot of people seem to have gone missing in it throughout the history there when they've done this massive invention that will ruin the um the monopoly train basically you know yeah the narrative man and then, and then we, we can't ever you know if something has become quite clear to those of us that are somewhat aware over the last few years there's, there's a narrative there's always been a narrative at play but we had no idea how much control they had of the narrative and now we've seen it right yeah. there's no denying it now we understand um and that makes you question even more i mean you know you talk about world war ii there's some very fascinating photos of like Nazi UFOs. I mean, you still, you would have seen some of that stuff. Yeah, um, Foo Fighters. Yeah, the well, that's where it started. You know, it's um, yeah. I mean, it's it's so. I think the you you said something earlier that I think probably covers it all. How much has been hidden? What is real, mate? What is history? Yeah. What is truth? Um, you know, I called my podcast "Unlocking the Code" because we're trying to unlock that code, mate, you know, like, and we, we're left with breadcrumbs, you know, I always, 
it's like we've got a jigsaw, Anthony. Yeah. But there's no pictures, right? We don't know what the jigsaw looks like. We've got all these pieces, but none of them have got the picture on the, you know, we're looking at the cardboard back, right? And we've got to figure out what it is. Yeah. And then flip it over when it's finished. You know what I mean? Well, that's it. Um, like you even mentioned earlier, like um, the world leaders, like who's controlling the, the world in the background there? Like it, it sort of makes you wonder what's the purpose of controlling the world to follow this one narrative and hiding the truth behind it, you know? Like, yeah. what's the scary part of everyone knowing and being free to sort of rule their own lives? Like, what's where's the issue in that? I don't understand, like, why we can't have our own freedom to choose our own sort of past and how we want to live our life. Like, why is it going to be order? Well, it's pretty simple, mate. Fear and control and divide and conquer are very, very effective tools. Oh, definitely. And history is written by the victor. Right, mm. that's the other thing we need to say. We need to understand as well. You know, history is written by the victor, uh, and you know, the it goes back to the schooling system. Everything like it's all been designed. There's a, there's a narrative it behind is. it, and you know, one of the what is the advantage? I don't know. I mean, the it, ultimate power corrupts. I mean, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I don't know. You know, like I. You know, it's like, and I could sit here and say, "Oh, I don't, I don't think that I would do what those guys are doing," but I don't have that kind of power. Yeah. You know, we we all humans are fallible, aren't they? Yeah. But I think they're attached to this materialistic nature. I mean, here's a theory, right? Here's a theory. So, twelve thousand eight hundred years ago, massive cataclysm. Okay. So prior to the cataclysm happening, like there is now, as we sit here and have this discussion, mate, there is um, tribes in Papua New Guinea that have never met a white man. Okay? So, you know, all types of civilization exist on this planet, along with us zooming across Queensland and having a conversation. Okay? So it's not hard to believe that maybe it wasn't all just one big massive science spirituality builder culture maybe there was a materialistic culture as well that evolved you know side by side with this spiritual culture the builder culture and who's going to survive a cataclysm the people that are worshiping the stones or the people that can build a boat to survive a cataclysm right yeah, definitely builders exactly right so this materialistic society you know let's say Whoever survived the cataclysm has designed the society that we live in, Anthony. Yeah. And they've also done a system, they've almost systematically destroyed the evidence and denied any of the evidence that this previous civilization existed. Okay. So what if it's the, I don't know, you would have to say that the darker side of the, the, the two civilizations, there's the one that survived the cataclysm and we are the ancestors of that. However, people like yourself, people like myself and Grub and Lee and these other boys that we're all connecting into, we have a different calling. We know that there was something else, right? Right. It's like you look at these UFO encounters and you know there's something to this stuff, right? You're not sure what it is, but you need to know, right? Yeah. And on the same with the, the megalithic stuff and the, the stuff written in stone and, you know, the, the symbolism and all that sort of stuff, there's stuff there. Like that's, there's something there. And maybe we are the ancestors of the other side. Maybe it's a genetic memory that we must be curious. But whoever survived the cataclysm and rebuilt civilization did not want 
this civilization to understand the civilization that came before us. And I think that's a big part of it. And because when you look into my research, man, it's hard to deny that it's been a systematic destruction. It's, it's really difficult to deny that. Um, you know, you talk about stuff in Egypt where there's stuff just chipped off walls, you know, different types of hieroglyphs and paintings and all sorts of stuff, you know. Uh, you talk about the systematic destruction that's happened here in Australia, you know, the, the complete lies of history of the Indigenous uh, and how advanced they were and all these sorts of things. Like, they just flat out didn't tell us and they just literally bulldozed it. Like, that's literally what they did. And, yeah, we, we, we're having our true history and our true understanding uh, hidden from us. However, ultimately, mate, why? Because you said, why? What's the point? Control, you know, when you've got control of 8 billion people, um, you know, I mean... The, the powers that be literally convinced six billion people to take a needle over the last 12 months. Yeah. The fuck did they do that, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. For the greater humanity, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, and, and, and logistically, how did they do that? Just for the record, how did they make six billion vaccines in six months? Just walk me through that production process and tell me it wasn't pre planned. Um, oh, however, definitely. Anyway, we won't go there, but um, there's, a, there's a darker narrative that seems to be behind this stuff, and it's guys like us that are trying to look beyond the veil. We're trying to see past that. Because, um, yeah, it seems to be a systematic destruction. Yeah. You know? I mean, you would, I mean I've got it up now, so I could show you. Um, you know, that's Australia's Stonehenge, mate. That yeah, existed that. in, yeah. Well, I know Richard, the guy that found those documents, he's a close friend of mine. Um, yeah. And that's a computer depiction of the survey documents. Done well. You know, that existed in Mullumbimby in 1946. Right? You know, there's literally standing stones and standing stone circles all over northern New South Wales and all over Australia for that matter. So what did you okay. say about 1946 when it was discovered? No, 1946 it was bulldozed. Oh, it was bulldozed? Yeah, it was surveyed oh. in 1936 prior to World War Two. But That's it's interesting, right? It is a shame. But pro it's interesting. You talk about World War Two and, and the narrative changing. If you look at the, the, the books and the stuff you want to read, man, are in the 30s, right? You want to read the stuff that comes from the 1930s prior to World War Two, Because obviously during World War Two, number one, a lot of stuff got bombed and destroyed. Yeah. However, a lot of the um, thought processes about history and all that sort of stuff changed dramatically coming out of World War Two, Right they became null and void. Um, and the current narrative that we are under and the one that we were taught at school is the one that now exists. You know? Yeah. You know, I heard a terrible, terrible story the other day that um, uh, apparently one of the bombing ranges somewhere in Western Queensland too uh, is actually a sacred site where there was stone huts because, I mean, this is what people don't understand. The Indigenous Australians had stone huts. They had villages. They had agriculture. They had, you know, they were advanced in their own yeah. way. Um, and, yeah, one of the most sacred sites is actually a bombing range. Um, and that's that's about all you need to know. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, you know, like throughout 
like well, growing up, you sort of are always on the assumption that, or you know, keep being told that the indigenous were always just rock and stick throwers. You know, like yeah, real exactly, cavemen. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. But like, they've got a beautiful culture behind them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is a shame that they were repressed so much um, throughout the history. Destroyed, massacred, genocide yeah. is, is is genocide's not an uh, is is a, is a, is, a, is a decent word. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, there's there's a lot of mysteries there. Like there's early explorers that uh, say they came across a tribe of not fair-skinned, but like tanned, red-headed indigenous people that spoke English. Oh, really? Yeah. And this is in the 1700s when they were exploring Australia. Holy jeez. Right? Um, you know, we've got no idea, mate. You know, you, know, you talk about... Um, you know, you talk about, you know, the Indigenous talk about portals. You know, you wander into a portal in Kakadu and you come out in the Grampians. Yeah. Right? I've heard sort of similar stuff all that, you know, like mm. um, you talk about, like, they, they talk about the, like the, uh, the Wanjina. I think it's Wanjina. Is that how you pronounce? You know, they're sort of. Yeah, they're medicine men. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's, that's the UFO people. I think oh, the UFO people. Yeah. Oh, the one G, wait, why G? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not sure that's correct, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and you know they're talking about them coming in through and talking to them and sort of stuff and showing mm. them sort of spiritual guides and stuff like mm. you know. And it's an amazing history when you when you can find someone who actually was told through the generations of these stories. Now like, that's a hard thing. I want to try and find a track of someone down who actually knows this sort of stuff. Good luck, man. Good <laughs> yeah, luck. and like, yeah, like look, I say, I've tried. I've tried, man. I've I've tried. And yeah, good luck. Yeah, like it's good just luck. been so repressed. Mm-hmm. It's such a, a a delicate part of history that's just forever lost. Mm. We well, you want actually wanted to, I'll show you something to do with the indigenous quickly. So you you would have heard of Gobekli Tepe before. It sounds familiar. So that's the T shaped pillars in Turkey, right? So this is one of the Gobekli Tepe pillars. Yep. And there I've is a yeah. Obviously, I've seen this before. Yeah. Yeah, the Wizard of Wargaya, the great medicine man of Central Australia. Right, so similar symbolism. Okay. Yeah. Again, you know, there's indigenous symbolism. Well, is it in, in Australian or is it universal symbolism? Right. So there's 32 or 33 symbols, Anthony, that echo around the globe, um, that are found in rock art on every continent, everywhere. You know, and again, a lot of these indigenous creation stories are about Palladians. They're about extraterrestrial beings coming down from the stars to help them you know what i mean like that is that's literally what we're talking about here um and yeah the 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 repression of of the society and, and how we actually truly understand it it's hard to grasp and it's it is quite um disappointing and you know as to who are these people now who you know is this is this our ancestors coming back to say good day? But we're we're not at the point where they can interfere because you know that's the the Star Trek thing. You know, rule number one is you can't interfere with a with an evolving race. Yeah, you know? can't influence in any way. Yeah, you can't give them technology that moves them forward. Yeah, you know, and it's fascinating stuff, man. Because you know the, the reality is we don't know. You know, I think that's the, and I think the modern society doesn't like that. They don't want to say that we don't know. That's why they say we do know. Whereas in truth, we don't know anything. You know, it's yeah. 
Well, like I said earlier, like you know, like I wasn't sure, but we don't know where these beings are coming from or where their origin is, sort of thing. You know, like mm. and the theory is like they are a terrestrial beings from an earlier civilization. It sort of makes you wonder, like, if they are an earlier civilization, surely they would have learned something from history. Like you know, history shouldn't repeat itself because you should have mm. learned from it. Obviously, we At are some human, point we make you mistakes, so, yeah. but you know, if these are an advanced race that have you know, already been here and, you know, they sort of replanted the seed or something, you know, I don't know. Mm. Um, why haven't we learned from that history to, you know, progress human nature into a more civilised sort of... Isn't that, that's the golden question, isn't it, mate? Yeah, like, I mean, why I mean, aren't I we united, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Look, I think, I think the majority of us would like to be and... 99% of people are cool, right? Hmm. Um, I didn't get to why. Why? Why Why can they control us? Right? Because it's not necessarily why do they control us. It's, it's really about why can they and how can they. And how, how I mean, the, the mass formation psychosis that I saw happen over the last couple of years was, was unbelievable. And, it, yeah, to, to observe it and witness it is, has been if it wasn't such a scary thing, it was a very interesting social experiment. Okay. And because what they've done, Anthony, is they've externalized the God self. Okay. So what is our purpose, mate? What are we trying to do? We're trying to, in our own way, you know, I, I made a post the other day about spirituality and spirituality is individual. Okay. You know, I would say that you're probably experiencing your own spirituality, doing your passion you know, finding out about these things, that is your, you know, and you would know, you know, there's, there's times in the, in the middle of nowhere, mate. And I know I spent 16 years out there where there's just a perfect moment and you are one with the environment around you. And it's an amazing, beautiful experience. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's spirituality, man. That's, that's you becoming one with the earth that you are on. And it's in those moments that you feel unbelievable. Right? It's like, I feel so good. You know, this is this this world's amazing. I'm amazing. Everything's awesome, right? That moment that you feel that, that's when you're tapping into the God self. And that is the thing that they've been trying to suppress, right? And it's the fact that we have the power, right? You are, you are God. I am God. We are God, right? So basically the church is, you know, God loves you, but he's broken. He needs your money. And also that, you know, you'll never attain the purity of Jesus or Allah or whoever, right? It's the same story. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and that's not what it's about. What it's about, man, is about you achieving balance within you, right? Yeah. And that's what they're trying to suppress, right? And I think the builder culture, this previous culture, this science, I think, I think the builder culture for me, if I look at the symbolism and the, 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 the astronomical alignments and the seems to be a lot of ritual, but also beautiful culture around this, this, this one, this one of these cultures that previously existed, I think was the last time that science and spirituality were one, mate. I think there was emerging and an understanding and through that would be understanding of self because you can find that balance. Right, the dark, the light, the the masculine, the feminine, the that's it, and that's what we're all trying to do. You know, that's all of us in our own way. It doesn't matter which way you get up the mountain, but that's where we're trying to get to. Yeah, and that's why they've suppressed it, right? 
And, you know, what if, you know, for, I know, shits and giggles that when you attain God self, we know about anti-gravity tech. We understand, we can see the energy of the earth and the magnetism and like, we don't need to, you know, I mean, you know, we've both been in the game, mate. We know what those big holes do and the damage that they do. And you know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't deny that stuff, right? You know, we do better now with our environmental things these days, trying to clean it up when we're finished. But, you know, back in the day, we definitely didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, that's not the way, man. You know what I mean? The earth provides us everything we need. We've just looked past it. Okay. You know, there's another interesting theory that I heard years ago where, in the 1700s and stuff where there was a bit of a warming period and we had extra, we, we started to, you know, the industrial revolution, the Renaissance, these sorts of things were coming around and we sent all these explorers out into the world to see what was out there. And when they came back, they're like, listen, listen, what, what, what we're doing is wrong. There's amazing people out there that can do these amazing things with all this stuff. And you've got no idea how beautiful and the amazing things and the energy and all this sort of stuff. And, by that time, we'd invented the light bulb and we just said, no, shut up. We know what we're doing. And in through that, we didn't listen, right? We didn't listen to what we were being told. And I think it's come to now with the internet and with the technology and with the, you know, with a certain generation, I think, um, you know, my, our generation. I mean, how old are you, mate? 35. 35, yeah, so our, I'm 39. So, you know, our generation, we had dial phones when we were kids. You know, we had the rotary phones when we were kids. We used to write letters, you know what I mean? We saw that stuff and we've, we've rode the technology wave out. And we, and through that, I think there's a level of critical thinking that the, the, the next generations with nothing but technology don't have. And we're getting to the age and we're looking and we're like, hang on a minute, there's more to this right there's more to life there's more to this materialistic capitalistic bullshit there's there's something greater out there and because we can think critically you know i imagine you yourself with your encounters you're starting to see patterns right you're starting to see patterns you're starting to see experiences that line up different variations and that's all it is with the other research and that is that is your that's our gifts that's our gifts coming to the fore that's us stepping into our power being who we are um and they don't want that right they don't want that and yeah they seem to have a pretty sinister plan that's playing out pretty well at the moment but we'll see how we go mate yeah what the end goal is is beyond me i don't know man the thing is i can't engage anymore i, yeah. I can't i can't i can't right i gotta live my life um, yeah that's it and that's that's one of the big things about our generation you know because like I saying we've seen past this technology thing we sort of appreciate the the history that we've sort of grown up with and like, yeah, you know, you look back in like the 60s, 70s, um, you know, everything was a straight agenda. Everything was the same through. Like, you know, it was like a bit of a break for people having a bit of freedom, you know, like, you know, people were partying in Yahoo and like, um, I, I probably should say more like the 40s and 50s, or 30s, 40s, 50s. So they were like a real straight agenda sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, women were in the kitchen, you know, that was their life. Uh, yeah. Blokes went to work. Yeah, there was, there was, there was a structure. Yeah, but, you know, but, but but with us, mate, we've seen every major institution now is full of shit. Yeah, right. Church is full of shit. Politics is full of shit. The banks full of shit. Sports full. You know, Olympics is full of shit. Everything. It's all crap. Yeah. Right, and there seems to be, you know, so if it's all crap, 
and then they're like, oh yeah, just so you know, UFOs are real. Yeah, we put yeah. it on page. We <laughs> put it on. Can't throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we put it on page ten in the new in the NT news just to let everyone know. Yeah. Um, and you know, you got to wonder. It's like they throw it out there, but there's that much um, lack of respect. What's the word? We no don't trust. believe them. No trust, right? So mm. it's like, even though they've said that they're real. As I say, the more they come out and say they're real, the more I'm questioning whether they are, to be honest. Right? Yeah, That's no, it's fair. Look, because, I, I, mean, I totally understand it. Because like they, they've lied to us all this time about saying there's no aliens, there's no crafts or anything like that. You know, they've lied mm. about Roswell. Like, how much truth can they be given us about what they know or what they have? You know, it, it's, yeah, mm. it, look, it does go both ways. But mm. then, um, you know, when you look at the history that, People like you, myself, and others who like researching into this sort of stuff there and trying to figure out what the hell is out there. Like, it's hard to sort of deny what they know. Um, oh, they definitely know. This yeah. is the whole point, isn't it? I mean, they definitely know. There's no doubt about that. You know, it's like, yeah, I think there's, there's that, you know, I love memes, right? I've got a meme problem. There's like thousands of memes on my phone. It's an issue, right? And one of them is, why don't you trust the government? It's like MK Ultra. Like, and it just goes through a list of all the conspiracy theories, the Gulf of Tonkin, da, 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 da. it's like, and they're the ones that we know about. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's, it's hard. Um, you know, but the problem is too, Anthony, is we haven't learned why can't we move forward collectively and, and, you know, me and you have a discussion about this, you know what I'm talking about we have, and you, you're vibing, we're understanding why can't we make, six billion people understand that because they're not ready they haven't learned for whatever reason the the system has been designed to create slaves basically yeah um and it's done a real good job i mean yeah we're not in chains anymore but tell me what a credit card is you know what i mean you think no one cares mate stop paying your bills you know what oh I mean? yeah they'll definitely find it. see you soon enough that's for sure that's right yeah you don't you don't think no one loves you stop paying your bills you, you <laughs> people it's get the only love you can get sometimes yeah, absolutely mate <laughs> So, oh, yeah, well, I mean, call, you beauty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we, you know, like as I say, we're old enough. We used to get letters, mate. Yeah. The only letters you get these days are a bill. You know what I mean? Pretty well. Unfortunately, and, unfortunately, my nan passed away, so I don't get Christmas cards anymore. Oh, bugger. Yeah, and I still get Christmas cards. Don't you worry, it's good. And they're mm. all handmade too, mind you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's bloody awesome, like the art that goes. So it's not my nan, but it's, uh, the missus, her, her grandparents, and that. And they all hand make their stuff still. And it's like, it's oh, it's brilliant. beautiful. Man. It's absolutely brilliant. Lost top art. notch of stuff and that's the thing too like you look at our lifestyle now like we're so reliant on technology and we sort of all that sort of arts and crafts and all that um you know the the old school sort of stuff you know, like yeah, making manual clothes work. knitting yeah. you know all that sort of stuff it's all gone it's gone, it's yeah. a dying sort of a dying um what do you call art, it a, a dying art, art dying culture yeah um, it, it's sad um Technology is a great thing. Like, don't get me wrong. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, look, it gives us the ability to do what we're doing now. Mm, yeah. However, you're totally right. You know, I mean, it's, you know, we could say we're not addicted to our phones. However, we are, right? Mm. We know we are. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's a hard thing. Like, you know, I've got kids and, you know, I, I really do try and think about, um, you know, teaching them manual skills. You know, I'll make teach them how to make fire, teach them how to use tools, teach them all these sorts of things, you know. I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of 
you know, 20 year old men out there that if they got a flat tire in their car, they literally call RACQ. Yeah. Isn't that a shame? Right. That happened at one of the work I was at. One of the young fellows was like an intern in the office and he's wandering around the car park on his phone. I noticed his tire was flat and I'm like, mate, what's going on? Oh, I've got to call the RACQ. I don't know how to change a tire. I'm like, mate, give me five, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Where's your keys? He wouldn't let me change it. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I'll just get RACQ to do it. Wow. I'm like, man, okay, you're on your journey, dude. Like, I, I'm... <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's you know, what's the, there's that meme, you know, 50 years ago, the, the, the operator's manual for a car used to tell you how to adjust the valves. Now yeah. it tells you not to drink the battery acid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's stupid shit like, you know, yeah. common sense has gone out the window pretty much. Yeah, well, I, I say that because I told you I was a teacher, you know, yeah. and, and one of the things that I say is, is like there's a few things that have gone the way of the dodo, mate. And on that list is common sense. That's been gone for ages, man. Like, I don't know when that's coming back. You know, critical thinking left the building in 2020 doesn't seem to have made its way back in yet. Yeah. And, um, you know, personal responsibility is another one, mate. You know, this this he said, she said bullshit. And that's how come, you know, we can just whinge about it. And you, know, you talk about that old school stuff, mate. You know, like the work ethic, the, the, the get up and go. And, you know, not all the stuff from the old school was good. I mean, it definitely wasn't, right? And then I think there's a way to merge the old and the new and um, be a bit more productive and, and have a bit more objective understanding of the world. However, integrity has gone, mate. You know, there is no such thing as integrity anymore, you know? Mm. You know, abusing people on the internet that you don't know, you've never met, and you probably don't even know what you're fucking talking about anyway. That's not integrity, yeah. right? Integrity is doing the right thing regardless, but we don't know what that is anymore. And it's all of it comes back to a form of control. It's hard not to see that, you know, it, yeah. it does, you know. I mean, the, the materialistic society, you know, everything's made in China. I mean, you know, think about that. If, you, if we were to look around both the rooms that we're sitting in now, what in our what in these rooms i mean look i, I do have some australian indigenous stuff there so that was definitely made here yeah um however what else in this room was actually made in australia yeah honestly there probably wouldn't be much in this room here for like maybe like the paper or some of the kids that they made their art stuff with from yeah. australia you know that's probably about it or a bit even put like you know my kids made this you yeah know, these feathers are probably from china i was gonna say the feathers would be from china yeah, <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> even the cup probably the paper cup too yeah, yeah you know. probably it, yeah, it is. Like, we're so reliant on other countries there. And that's the thing. Like, I don't want to try and get the, uh, the politics politics, and, you know, the um, the structure of Australia. But, you know, Australia's oh, we lost go its where way. we go, mate. We go yeah, Australia's we go. lost its way. Like, we're, we could have been like, a self-sufficient bloody country. You no, know? Yeah. There is no... Let, let, in, we're both been... You were in oil and, I was in oil and gas and gold. You're in coal. Yep. Let's dispel a few myths right now. Australia is not anywhere near running out of oil. Australia is not anywhere near running out of coal or gold or gas or oil, any of that stuff. In fact, we could be a completely self-sustaining country and have stuff to spare. Yeah, That is the honest truth about every single resource that exists on this country. Yeah, we're pretty much got everything. Yeah, and we told, we're told other, other, otherwise, right? And what's fascinating about the oil, you know, some of the boys are going back, checking the holes from the 80s, remembering that oil is dead dinosaurs, right? Yeah. These holes... These wells that were empty, you know, sucked dry in the 80s, have refilled themselves because the process has continued to evolve, right? So there's oil everywhere, right? Again, we go back to the narrative. 
you know, and I've I've said that forever. Why is not why is Australia not a superpower? Yeah. Or at least a, a really big player in the world instead of just, you know, bending over and you know, I mean, God Albanese looks like he doesn't have a spine. The man, mm. you would not trust him to back you up in anything. Right. If that dude come out and said, I'm going to change your tire, I wouldn't let him. <laughs> I don't think you think he would know how to, to be honest. You wouldn't know anyway, but I wouldn't let him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, how is that? You know, and the, you know, the, the under the table thing, you know, all of all the things we can't talk about anymore. Mm. Um, I never thought I'd say that election fraud in Australia. Oh, that's definitely going to be play everywhere. But I'm pretty sure we got fucked a few months ago, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Because the thing is, I'm connected through millions of people through different networks because of over the last few years. And I don't know anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone that didn't put the major parties last or didn't vote for them at all. Yeah, no, I put them last, for sure. So how did Labor win by landslide? Well, that's the stupid thing about the politics, you know? Like, even I think the same system runs in America. It doesn't matter who you vote for, it's their vote that goes to their major. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the stupid part about there. voting. Like, it yeah. should be whoever the majority is the voted one should be the winner. Hmm. Yeah, it's not about preferences. If all the people did not want you in there, get out. Yeah, that's right. But look, unfortunately, Anthony, we, we're living in prophetic times, mate. Hmm. And, you know, people don't – I was saying that in 2020 and 2021 and everyone was sort of following me off. And I'm like, you don't understand, right? Our children's children's children – they're going to be reviewing our podcast, mate, to yeah. try and figure out what we did and why we did it and where we stood. Because this is this, what is happening right now is going to shape the next generations of humanity. And that's our children. And that's the thing that scares me the most. Um, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, and, and it does come back to this, this control that, you know, it's like us conspiracy theorists, Anthony, are up about 50 to zero at this point, mate. You know what I mean? Like mm. everything we said, you know, what's the difference between conspiracy theory and the truth? Oh, it's about six months, mate, these days. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's it's insanity. It's, it's and yeah, I don't know where it ends, man. That's my concern right now. You know, yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people don't understand it too because like some, all of the conspiracies are insane, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the one things we don't want to trust or believe because of how insane they sound and because a lot of the evidence isn't right there in front of us to sort of make an opinion on, you know? Everything's mm-hmm. sort of like from secondhand knowledge and sort of stuff, you know? It's one of those like rabbit holes. It depends on how far you want to go down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. try and figure out which part of that is the truth. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I don't dive too much into them because, you know, it can take you to a lot of different places there and I sort of try and stick to the path of mm. what's happening in You can only control and... what you control, man. This is yeah. the whole point too, right? And I think, you know, we'll steer away from this stuff now, I think, because, uh, you know, we'll come to an end in the near future. However, um, yeah, look, something dark is going on, okay? Mm. The thing is, mate, is that a lot of the books you see behind me there, and there's another bookcase over here, a lot of those books are history books, as you can understand. And unfortunately, like you said before, it shouldn't. However, history does repeat itself. Yeah. And I can tell you where we're at in the game. 
because this game, this play has been run before. There's a few more people, there's some technology involved, a few other little bits and pieces, but this is a game that's been run before. And I can tell you where we're at. And I can tell you pretty much what's going to happen next. However, people aren't ready, man. They don't want to know. Okay? You know, I mean, how is it that, like, it's it's June, three months ago, well, sorry, was it six months ago, pretty much to the day, a million people rocked up to Canberra to protest. And the media said it was 10,000. Mm. And no one cares. Right? That is, the, that is the cognitive dissonance and the psychosis that we're still under, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's hard to even fathom, you know? Look, we've said enough trigger words in this podcast. It'd be interesting to see how far this one goes. But, <laughs> um, you know, like COVID was bullshit. And literally within a day, oh, sorry, COVID's bullshit. We probably need to stop doing that. Yeah. Ukraine. You know what I mean? Like it's within, it was in 20, it was 48 hours, man. The narrative shift. It was. Yeah, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? When you think about that, like just how quickly they just went, oh, attention over here now. And, yeah. You know, that's. So, like, going back to the UFO thing, you know, US government admits to UFOs flying around. Oh, hang on, COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's, same sort of style. It's, there's a, there seems to, again, it comes back around and it comes back again and again to the same stuff, mate. They're, you know, it's hard to believe that there seems to be some sort of dark pedophile cabal that runs the world. However, unfortunately, man, the evidence suggests that that is exactly yeah. what the fuck's going on. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, yeah. And I don't know what to say about that. Like, you know, when I realized that, I'm like, it, I, it, I, it, it melted my brain late last year and I had to step away. So I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it anyway. Yeah. Right? Look after my kids, feed my family, do the best that I can, keep doing my research because that's my contribution to this game. Yeah. And, Keep going. But I mean, when's enough going to be enough, mate? What will make the middle class stand, Anthony? That's, that's my it. question. Yeah. That's that's the thing too. Like, you know, like all the uh, the higher upper ends, you know, the higher class society, you know, the billionaires and millionaires and all sorts of stuff. Like, they have all this power in the world. They can change the world to how they want to, you know, benefit everyone. Mm-hmm. But yet they don't. It, it just seems to be like a a dick swinging game of who's the most powerful in the world in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame really. Like that's, you know, I guess that's like what you and me, like we don't care about that sort of shit. We no. just want everyone to just be cool, man. Be cool. Yeah. Be understanding, be respectful and good to one another. That's pretty much, it's not that Love hard. Love is the answer, man. It's not, yeah, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. You know, and, I, and you're right. I don't know what it is. You know I mean? You know, again, we, all this stuff we can't talk about. There's still people in the Blue Mountains living in tents from the bushfires that happened in 2019, man. Yeah. Where's all the support gone? Well, the Salvation Army took $70 million and didn't give back a cent. Yeah. No, so, that's bullshit. Like, I'm, I'm glad the media actually sort of covered on that, but there's mm. still that, that was about as far as it went. Yeah, it was two days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, it made whereas, people realise and understand, like, oh, these guys haven't done it. I'm sort of, oh, you know, we gave a little bit, you know, to these people here. <laughs> you know, that was it, you know. Yeah, but it's like we gave you our money yeah. to give to them. Oh, no, we've got to hold it for a disaster fund. 
Yeah, like was that not a disaster? <laughs> Half the bloody Blue Mountains burnt down. I mean, what 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 are we doing here? And but again, like we said, charities are bullshit. Religions, you know, it's all crap. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, or fortunately, we are we are witnessing the fall of Western civilization as we understand it. Mm. We will witness that in our lifetimes, mate. And why are we here? Maybe we're here to bear witness, mate. You know, maybe that's what we're here to do. We're here to continue our research, right? Because what's going to happen, you know, we talk about here at the UTC, like, as I say, there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of content out there from us here. And, you know, when I sit someone down and they go, what, what's, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, well, you need to sit down. Do you need a drink? Like we've got a, we need. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a long, lot of, lot to cover. We're, we're, we're on a ride here. Okay. Um, <laughs> But they're like, really? Oh my God, seriously? I'm like, yeah, seriously. Like, because I mean, here, and I, I imagine you do the same. You've weeded out some of the stuff that seems like pretty much bullshit, and you sort of, you really look into the ones that you think do have substance and understanding, right? Yeah. And you would look at it from both sides objectively. That's what we do here. Yeah. Right. Anything that I talk to you about, I've looked at the other side. You know, I've looked at the counter argument, and I've settled where I've settled, yeah. um, whether that be in the middle or one way or the other. Um. And, you know, they're going to come to us and go, you know, when these things, if the, you know, it, let's pretend for a second that these UFOs reveal themselves. I mean, have you seen some of the videos coming out of like Melbourne and Sydney and all that sort of stuff recently? Like there's some weird stuff, man. Like on some of the, um, like, I mean, the, the UFO site that's on Facebook, there's some interesting stuff coming out. I mean, some of it is Venus. I understand that. However, yeah. some of it is very interesting as well. You know what I mean? There's, same sort of thing right out of 30 videos two or three what yeah. is that you know what i mean what is that it is um, and a lot of things do have a lot of expl explanations behind them hmm. and the worst part is like a lot of people don't want to accept the explanation behind it and i get they a, don't want to be objective yeah i get a lot of criticism about it and you know like people kind of call me skeptic and all sorts of shit i hate the word skeptic it's like i'm not skeptic i know they're out there there's things out there i wouldn't be doing this shit if i didn't think they were fucking bullshit you know yeah and it, it annoys me i'm i'm probably breaking a bone here like because yeah you know, it's all right it's all right no let, let it go mate let and, it go you know, and tell it, us look i understand there are things things are out there you know but you got to look at things from a logical center point of view as well mm. you know cameras lie to you they can you know, you get lens flares, you get distortions or pixelations and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Cameras aren't fantastic. They're not going to go and pick up remarkable detail of something that's flying past it. Who knows you how know, fast? How yeah. fast or, you know, understand perspectives. Like, you know, you've got an insect that's going to fly past you from a meter. Like, you, you your finger like this, mate. You go, you know, past your mm. foot from your bloody face. It's going fast, isn't it? Yeah. And then, you know, if you put it from here and go across there, it's a bit slower, isn't it? You know, perspectives. Mm. And like that's part of my job when I'm analysing stuff. You know, I've got to look through every single bit of detail and try and get an yeah. understanding, try and rule out every single possibility that I possibly can. Absolutely. To get an idea of what it could be first before I go and claim it's an alien extraterrestrial craft or something like that. Absolutely. You know? You've got to do that. Yeah. And we, we do the same thing. You've got to sift through. You've got to look through yeah. the detail. And What's the counter people, arguments? What are you looking at? Yeah. You know, people get pissed off at me going, no, you just, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, mate, I've been looking at these things for like, how long have I been doing this now? About five, six years now. Mm. And, you know, I've got people that I've worked alongside with and I've sent it off to them and they have a look and they've come up with the same conclusions mostly. Mm. And, and unfortunately, like a lot of it does, 
like it does have an explanation behind it and like mm. well um, I'll be the last thing that I'll be claiming to say to them that yes it's an alien craft I will Look, not mate, tell I think, them I think, I think if anyone you definitely want it to be real you know, like that's that, right. that, 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 yeah, you definitely want it to be real. So, yeah, look, I'd love for it to be real, but yeah. unfortunately, like the, the amount of like photos and images and you know, footage I've looked at over time, a lot of the things are most of it's bullshit, yeah, and yeah, and it's unfortunate. And like, because oh, I'd love to be able to tell them, yeah, look, you, you got something, but I'm not going to lie to someone mm. just to go and please their ego, their agenda, and their ego, yeah, you know, mm. it's, uh, it's it's sad in a, in a point. So how many how many real ones do you think you've seen out of all the stuff that you've looked at? <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if any of them are real. Yeah, right. Because um, okay. the detail, like unless they've got some detail behind them, like that sort of gives a bit of an explanation behind it. Um, mm. That's about all I can go by. Otherwise, mm. people, someone's got like a little blip in the sky of light. That's because nighttime you can't see anything. Or it might be an orb in the daytime and you still can't yeah. get any detail because of pixelation and all that sort of stuff or focus is going zooming in and out and making it look all shit. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so it's it's hard to get a grasp on what they're trying to show me and the lack of detail from these people, like some people, you know. It, so you're trying to ask questions. like You're not trying to like ask disrespectfully, but you need that kind of detail. Yeah, you need that information, yeah. Yeah, and like you're sort of like, you're trying to like punch it lightly, you know, like poke the stick in there, oh, look, I need this bit more information. I'm not trying to sound like a dick or I'm not trying to give you any discredit on what you've actually seen, but, you know, just I, need I, just to, need yeah. to, I need to get an idea of what you're actually looked at mm. to get a, see if I can sort of identify it from a logical sense of... And that you have and, to. And, you and, have to. Yeah, and otherwise, if you've seen it, like, going from zigzagging, you know, or doing something that defies all logic from our mm. human logic, you know, our technological aspects of things, you know, then you got something if it defies that. And mm. yeah, um, I guess. What, that, about that's... what about internationally? I mean, there's the one that I think is, um, I think it's Rio. There's one that I saw, wasn't that long ago? I was in. Don't I see the thing is because I'm on the page on Facebook. Oh, there's one there, where it's actually from different perspectives as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, it's like, because it was Rio where the, there's the statue, you know what I mean? And there, and there's a crowd of people and they've all got different videos and then these these things appear in the sky and it's not just one person. There's the whole, like, thousands of them going, oh, oh, you know, mm. you can hear the ex- exclamations like, what is that? What's going on here? And, yeah, there's like three or four different angles that you can see of it. Yeah. And, yeah, they sort of, they appear in the sky, they sort of dart around a bit and then they disappear again, you know? I mean, that one was interesting. Yeah, there's a there. Look, there are interesting ones there, and like some of the like sort of makes you wonder if they're military flares or something like. Um, mm. But like, unless there's like yeah, like saying like darting around a little bit, um, could it be distortion from the video trying to like or yeah, someone trying person, to move the know? video, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the things you got to look at too, because um, like you know people are even taking videos of a star in the sky and not realizing what they're doing. They're sort of moving around, and people are thinking that. That's the craft's moving around. It's like no, you. This is the camera. Like you can move the camera. It's like even just like slightest minute, and the ca- mm. thing's just gonna get flying. Yeah, yeah especially absolutely. if you're zoomed in. And like, that's the biggest. Oh. Thing, you know, people just don't understand the technology. The yeah. And I oh, know I'm sounding frustrated here. But, no, no, know. it's okay. It's okay. No, no. Look, you've got to be objective, mate. And I appreciate the fact that you are. All right. I actually respect you more for the fact that you will tell me that you don't think any of them are real, or you think maybe there's a couple that you got questions about. Yeah. Um. 
And I think that's fine. I mean, I um, see, I'm pretty aware of the stars, right? Mm. And, you know, astronomical alignments, that sort of stuff. But as you would know, in Queensland, for like three months, we didn't see the sun or the moon. You know what I mean? Like there was cloud, it was cloudy night yeah, every night right. for months on end. Then it suddenly cleared up. Okay. And I didn't think about it, right? I'm standing out the back of my property. I'm like, what is that? That is a massive star there. Mm. Another one over there. What is that? And I fully went into overload. That's a big star. That shouldn't be there. I know the sky, blah, blah, blah. Like fully grabbed the telescope, set the telescope up, da, 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 da. And anyway, my mate comes around, we're going to do a bit of recording. And he's got the star at me. He's like, dude, it's serious. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And then I realized in the three months that I hadn't seen the stars, the sky had moved. Yeah. So you could see Sirius early in the evening in the West, right? Which yeah. is true. You know what I mean? But it was just because the, the sky had moved, you know, normally, because I mean, most nights I actually walk out the front and I'll have a look at the stars and, you know, beg for a UFO to turn up. They never do. But, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, so I, I, I look at the rotation through the year. And yeah, I fell for it as well, man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what is that? That's a weird star. You know what I mean? It was bloody serious. It was just because the sky had moved and I hadn't noticed because I hadn't seen the stars for four months. Yeah, well, I think you can go, I think from memory, about eight o'clock, I think from now, you can see Sirius going through on the horizon. And yeah, that's the thing yeah. a lot of people don't understand too. Like, stars, when they're up above you, they're not as prominent in it. Like, you know, you got the atmospheric illusions. Like, you know, when you have the moon rising up, things are enlarged. Absolutely, what they are. Yeah, and then when you get stars come through, they are distorted from the illusion of from the atmosphere. So, mm. you know, stars are going off there the head just about, like, especially yeah, you know, Sirius star goes off. It's no, it looks like a space police are out there with a bloody lights on or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It flashes. It looks like it's rotating. It's all yeah, weird. It's man. beautiful. It's, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. And you're like, you're trying to explain that to someone. They go, oh, no, it's not you talking shit, you bullshit. You don't know a bit like Venus. Venus has been just, you know, mistaked as a UF because that's a, it's a beautiful star, Venus. It is. Um, you know, it's a beautiful star. And uh, yeah, like planets don't usually, they don't have a twinkle like a star does, but they still do have a distortion twinkle to them when they're like, especially on the, like when they're low in the atmosphere, they'll sort of go like a bright reddish and, you know, they don't change colors like stars, but they do have their own. Yeah, yeah they patterns, definitely do. But, you know, and yeah, um, look, that's just the thing that people just need to understand. Like, they need to go and start looking more, get an understanding of what is happening in the sky, learn about the technology mm. that they're using to try and capture these things, you know. Mm -hmm. um, even understand, like, you know, even Starlink's getting mistaken as a alien invasion and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because like, it's just a, it's a line of satellites that cruises across the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I guess that's the thing, like, um, Look, I'm always happy to go and try and help people to try and, that's part of my job, you know, trying to analyze something there and try and give an explanation. But don't get angry at me because I'm not going to tell you what you want yeah, it to be. Yeah, I'm not going to justify, yeah, you want it to be the, you know, you want it to be the next UFO when it's not. And I'm sorry that I want it to be. Yeah. You know, we want it to be. There's no doubt about that. But sometimes it's not, man. Yeah, sometimes like, I, it's I, not. I give a full explanation of what my opinion is on it. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, look, I say, look, you know, someone's like, um, for instance, captured what appears to be an insect because, like, going through frame, you can sort of see the wings flapping, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And when they're explaining something to me, like, look, I see a silvery sort of looking object from the distance there, you know? And then I try to get my phone out to go and film it. 
and what I captured was this, and that's yeah. what looks to be the insect. And it's like, well, look, what you've captured into what you're telling me could be two different things, you know? That's true. Um, it just could be the instance that when you've gone to film this object, the insect's gone through at the same time, coincidentally, you know, it's one of those things. But, like, I'm not denying what you're seeing, but unfortunately what I can see through the footage that you've captured appears to be an insect because of... You know, going through frames. Because of A, B, C, D, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you start to see the body and the wings and frame by frame, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah and so like, it's like I'm not going to deny what you're trying to say, explain to me, but it's just what you're showing me. Could it's be counter things. to that. It's counter to that. And look, that's fine, mm. mate. I think I think you've got to have that critical eye. I think yeah. um, as long as you remain objective, that's all you can be asked to do. Yeah, look, I'm open to all things, you know, all possibilities. Because like, you know, this, like I said earlier, like this – world has amazing things going on through it like we've got paranormal we've got yeah we've got cryptids we've got mm-hmm. shitloads of weird things out there that we don't understand mm-hmm. and to say these things don't exist is pretty ignorant absolutely it is yeah because um, like well you can't prove that they don't exist and like we no. can't really prove that they do exist except from witness testimonials you know so mm-hmm. these people wouldn't be making this shit shit up for no reason not for attention seeking you know the you know there's people that i trust and i work with they've got different stories here and there you know it's amazing stuff out there mm. absolutely and, so, and yeah like these people aren't bullshitting and like even oh. people that i've talked through on the podcast that you can hear the emotions going through them yeah they saw what they saw absolutely yeah, yeah. and like you know it's it's a it's a buzz for them going back through it because they're reliving it and like you know they yeah. some of them are getting scared like oh you know like oh you want to hear a trippy story a couple of the boys had a um yaoi experience what's that episode called i can't remember what the episode's got i'll send it to you yeah but that's another one you know those boys saw what they saw they experienced what they experienced i had them in the studio i was looking them in the eye mm. and asking these questions they they believe what they saw. They believe what they heard. They were there in that, you know, they took me took me with them on their journey when I was explaining it, you know, like there's no doubt. However, is it what they think it is? Is anything what we think it is, Anthony? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's how do we know, mate? How do we know? It's, but listen, man, I really respect your work. And I think, you know, a lot of these people that you talk to, you know, and when I hear those episodes with the emotion and because and, and, I've listened to a fair few, like I, I like it. Um, I didn't realize there was so many in Australia and look, we're, we're probably racking, wrapping it up for tonight, but I haven't asked you like a thousand questions. So you're coming back just so you understand that. <laughs> That's all right. Um, we never got to the sacred grid either, but it's going to no. take too long to unpack. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that next time as well. But um, yeah, look, I really respect your work because you're giving these, a lot of these people that you are, taking seriously probably haven't been taken seriously a lot in their lives and i think allowing them and giving them the platform to tell their story in an open forum without judgment is a very very important thing that you do mate so um be proud of yourself for that man i really respect it it's really cool um where do you want to finish mate where you know what's one more topic you wanted to talk about maybe ask me something we've been going on about ufos for quite a while yeah we have what would you like me to? What would you? What would you like me to finish on? Considering this is a swap cast, you know. Yeah, well, look, I'm probably more interested in the um, sort of like cryptid side of things, you know, like mm. you know, a lot of things are strange. But like, look, thanks for the um, the, the appraisal there on the um, show, and like, yeah, look, it definitely helps a lot of people on the coming forward and just like just 
everything that's related to this, you know, people, people are always encouraged to talk about their stories. So, no, it's always a good thing. So, thanks for that. Um, but, yeah, look, I want to talk about the cryptic things. Like, you know, cryptids are a strange thing. Like, how much of that's made up, and but how much of that is true too, you know? Like, you know, you got, like, um, the Skinwalker Ranch and stuff. Yeah. Like Australia's got its own Skinwalker Ranch. Um, yes. There's so many weird things out there that can be all related in some way to, you know, Yowie's paranormal mm-hmm. UFOs. Mm-hmm. I've always had an interest in that sort of stuff. Feel like it's well, scary stuff, you, but, you know. You, you can't leave giants off the table either, mate. Yeah. I mean, the, the giant thing is I scoffed at, you know, one of the, you know, you you. you you, you, as you go through your research, you, you scoff at certain things. And um, I scoffed at giants for a long time. Like, listen, I don't have the time. I don't know if there was giants, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, through the through all the, the time I spent at home over the last couple of years, I started to have a bit of a dig around with giants. And well, 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 there is a lot of evidence of giants, man. Like it's still or eight foot, 11 foot tall people. Uh you know, whether they're humans or not so is a different discussion. But, yeah, I mean, you want to go back to what is God, a tall bearded man? What is Jesus, a tall bearded man? What is Zeus, a tall bearded man? What is the indigenous uh, grandfather here in Australia, a tall bearded man? What is, you know, just keep going, right? What is the the God in South America, a tall bearded man, right? Same thing, right? Now, before they... Uh, you know, before they ostracized the feminine, there used to be the tall bearded man and a long-haired beautiful woman. Tall, long-haired beautiful woman. That was the gods. They are the, the gods that everyone worships. And by all reports, they were giant. You know? Um, but yeah, Australia's interesting, man. I mean, you've got the you've got the the big cats. I mean, that's not necessarily encrypted, but you know, there's there's always big cats in every single state. There seems to be the same story about the big cats. There's the yowies, the the giant lizards, the you know, I mean, the min min lights. I mean, look, I you'd know yourself, mate, be spending that much time out in the bush that the Aussie bush is an interesting place, mm. right? And there's been a few times in my life where I've just been exploring, and you walk into an area. And almost immediately is that you need to get the fuck out of here right now. Right? There's just that instinct, right? You've walked into a place that you are not welcome and it's time to go now. What happens to those people that stay? Right? They disappear, don't they? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's hanging rock in the Grampians. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's weird, right? There's actually some weird photos of me and my cousins at the Hanging Rock. And when we were kids, so it's because I grew up in Victoria, there's all sorts of weird caves all over Hanging Rock. Now, I don't know. I remember, like, I remember I'm seven, eight, nine years old. But me and my cousin, we used to run around Hanging Rock and we would run through one cave and we'd come out on the other side of Hanging Rock. Now, I don't remember going through a long cave. But I do know you'd go through a certain cave and you'd come out on the other side. What was that? Yeah, what happened between that? <laughs> what happened there? You know, and I did that a lot. Like as I say, that was a there was a we would run around and we would go through this cave, we'd come out the other side, we'd bounce around here. And I remember doing that on multiple occasions. But now I think about it physically, it was one side of hanging rock to the other. There was no we did not, you know, and there's been all sorts of disappearances up there. You know, weird stuff happen up there. Um, 
weird things seen in the Grampians and out west and I just don't think we know, mate. But, you know, I, I, the whole Yowie thing, again, is sort of something that I scoffed at until I sat across from these guys, these guys that I knew and trusted, good friends of mine, and I said, this is what happened. Right? They whacked this, st- uh, you know, stick on a stone three times, and all of a sudden, bang, 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 comes back. Mm. You know? And then, like they were, they were shitting themselves here in the refinery. Like I saw what they saw. Um, again, do we? Do they know? Do just do the powers that be know? I mean, if you think about the giants and the hominids and all that sort of stuff, I mean, you know, the the skeletons disappear into these museums and they never see the light of day again. You know, is there a world in between worlds? Is there interdimensional? I mean, these are the things we need to think about. I mean, the skinwalker stuff's creepy. Um, you know, talking to the Lee and the boys, you know, Lux and Patriot on um, the occult rejects have done, I think they're like up to part six on skinwalker and it's some mind blowing stuff. Right. Mm. And, um, you know, but the classic story I always like to share is like there's those, those two guys and they're watching a certain spot and one of them's got a scope, a night scope, and the other one doesn't. And the guy with the night scope sees a portal open up and this thing walk out of this portable, this being, right? And he's like, did you just see that? And he's like, I don't see anything. He's like, you, you what? Right? But they, he saw what he saw, but it's a different light spectrum. We don't see 99% of what's going on around us, mate. You know, like that's the reality, you know? I mean, have you had any cryptid encounters? I mean, I've had, I've seen some interesting tracks over the years and I've been in a few spots where I know I wasn't welcome and I just left. Um, But I've never had any real, I've had spooky experiences in the bush where I think I'm being watched for sure. And there's no way I should be because I mean, you know, mining oil and gas, you know, oil and gas, especially, you know, you're drilling wells out in the middle of nowhere, you know, like it's not like there's anything else for anywhere, um, you know. So have you had any experiences like that or were you just, just more nah, curious? Nothing cryptid on that end, no. Well, I've been at bushwalking by myself. I've never had the slightest inkling of not going there. I've probably like gone, I probably shouldn't go up there because like, you know, maybe danger factor, not like the sense sort of thing, like you're like you explaining, like uh, like something's telling me not to go up there, but it's more like a, yeah, no, I probably shouldn't go up there because like, you know, it's probably a bit dangerous, you know, trying to climb yeah, up right. there or something stupid. But no, it's just always had me curious and wondering on the crypto side of things, like this, what is out there? And, you know, like especially See, the Yowie I, things. The Yowie thing's interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. what I found interesting is I was doing a bit of contracting work, doing a bit of... Um, you know, working with bobcats and excavators and stuff like that on the side, you know what I mean? A couple mm. of boys I know got a contract and these are old farmhands, old, old, old country boys, right? And this was around the time I was doing that episode. So I was sort of deep in the rabbit hole with it. And yeah, this is an old cow cocky, right? You know, old cow cocky from way back in the day. And I said, oh yeah, you know, we've got an interesting thing. You know, this guy's talking about, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, we said, you know, I know about that. Yeah, we, we, when we used to do the cattle droves up through up through the north, we used to see these weird stuff at night. We used to have to make sure we just had a fire going all night. We used to make sure that. And we used to keep the, the cattle in a circle. Every now and again, they'd take one. Yeah, we seen some stuff like that. And he was just all matter of fact about it. You know? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, when we do the cattle run from the north to the south, you, there's certain ways you can't go through. 
because we're not supposed to be there. That's their territory. It's not our territory. We go wow. around there. And he was just matter of fact, just telling all these stories. Uh, and, you know, not a hint of bullshit in sight. He was like, oh, yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of things out there right, we just don't understand. And a lot of things has been lost in the history. Like, you know, even like when you think about like with uh, human development, with cities and towns and that, like how much of that, you know, territory of yowies or whatever has been lost because of that or you know it sort oh, of look, makes you me wonder too like if they expose themselves like would we continue on in developing out those ways you know like why hide well i mean yeah they were probably killed off mate i don't know you know i mean we're, unfortunately the human as we've sort of been loosely discussing all night is not a real evolved being at the moment yeah um and you know, I imagine that if they reveal themselves, they would be hunted. I'd imagine. You yeah. Know, like I, that's. I'd love to say that's not the case, but the evidence suggests otherwise, doesn't it? Mm. You know, it's. Um, but there's many mysterious things. There is. You know, like and. You know, I told a story on a, on a podcast. You know, when my grandfather died, and I slid his coffin into the, into the hearse, and the hearse was a Ford. Right? And he was a hold man his whole life, like a died in the, died in the wool hold man. And as I'm literally holding his coughing, I'm sliding him into the hearse, right? Mm. And I hear his voice in my head, as clear as a bell, I will swear it was him. And he's like, oh, geez, that could have got me a fucking holding. <laughs> and I nearly spoke back to him like, yeah, man, I know. You know, I noticed that, right? As I'm sliding him into the hearse. So what is that? You know, like... What happened there? Was that mm. me manifesting that because I noticed that and I was thinking about that? But in my mind, his voice is clear as a bell. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, weird stuff. Like he had all this port that he had down in the cellar. You know, talk about paranormal stuff. That night we're having drinks. He had all this port that he held and some of it was pretty bad, right? Because it didn't age very well, but mm. we drank it anyway. And the good port, the really good port that he'd kept for so long, there was enough for everyone and one extra glass. I mean, that's a bit spooky to begin with, right? And we put the extra glass up on the top because it was obviously, it was his, you know, we were drinking after his funeral. That glass got emptied, man. True. No one there that would have touched that. You know what I mean? Because that was for granddad. There was no one that would have touched that. That is scary. Someone drank it. Or some, you know, something, someone, someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's spooky stuff, eh? It's spooky stuff, dude. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. The the skeptic would go, you know, and I, I don't like that word. Any, you know, objectively, it's like, oh yeah, no, one of your cousins just drank it. Mm. That's what happened. I don't believe so. I, I it, there's there's no one there because it was a big thing. It was spooky too, because it's like, oh, there's you know, there's twelve of us. There's enough for you know, 13 glasses or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Uh, that one's obviously for granddad. We'll put that up there and thanks, mate. You enjoy that. And went about the party. And yeah, it was a couple of hours later, we turned around, that glass was empty. So and, it would, and, like, obviously someone would have seen if someone went up there and grabbed exactly, it. Well, everyone went, who drank the port? That's not right, blah, 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 blah. And no one was like, no, no one drank it. And sort of what happened was, because we were pretty pissed by that stage, let's be honest, right? But um, what happened was, is like, we sort of started to argue about it. 
Yeah. And then everyone sort of realized that no one drank it and everyone just got quiet because I think it was like, oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, well, granddad, you know, he wanted to drink that port for 30 years. At least he got a sip, I suppose. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I mean, what, kicking in. Yeah. I mean, how do you explain that? Right? Yeah. Same as the Yowie experience that these guys, these guys told me about. How do you explain? I mean, those guys went out again. Um, and the next time, one of the next times they went out, they took a bag of apples, right? And basically they were very welcoming, right? There was a bit of a, I don't know, saber rattling for want of a better description. The, the first time they went out there, it was the second or third time they went out there and they, they left a bag of apples out there and they purposely left the bag of apples on a rock over the road, right? Away from their camp. Um, and basically said, you know, they counted the apples, right? And basically said, you know, if you want an apple, they are there, okay? And, um, yeah, he, next morning, the apple bag is opened and there's two apples missing. You're in the middle of nowhere. You're on the, they're, they're in that Lamington National Park. They didn't see another car the whole weekend. So, who took the apples? Yeah, it sort of yeah. like um, makes it feel like down the, the lines of like um, I think it's very common in Asian culture there where they'll have food offerings for absolutely for the deceased, you know, and you know it could be a concept too there where that instance where taking the apples or taking the sip of the port, you know, like it's all, it could be a connection there with where humans have connected to the paranormal in that way. Yeah, they've acknowledged that. They've yeah, acknowledged that, that you know, and that, that connection. Yeah, that these things happen. And, and maybe once upon a time we knew that connection deeper than we do now as well. Mm. You know, that that's something that also needs to be taken into account. Yeah. Um. You know, I I've seen too much weird shit, Anthony, to to say that my granddad didn't drink the port or talk in my head or a yowie didn't take the apples. You know what I mean? I've seen too much weird shit and mm. too much stuff that. I question myself, you know, you know, what was that light that I saw for 10 minutes at 140 Ks an hour? You know, yeah. if you think about how far did I travel in 10 minutes doing 140, that light never moved. It never changed. It never, and it appeared and disappeared all by itself. Right. What was that? You know, and, but see, I'm okay with not knowing too, Anthony, in yeah. a way, uh, if, if I'm not meant to understand, then I'm not meant to understand. I yep. don't have to send myself around the twist. But, I mean, you know, you talk about offerings. There's one thing that we do. You know, you want to talk about what's missing. Pretty much every church, and every definitely every major church, not just in Australia, but on a global scale, is built on sacred land. Yeah. So what's underneath that? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's another rabbit hole there. What, yeah, what did they knock down mm. to build that church, right? Um, and you know, one of the things we do when we go megalith hunting, basically we call it, uh, you know, out into the bush to just have a bit of investigate, you know, we get a few leads here and there and we go and have a, go and have a see, but we always take an offering. That's what I tell the boys. I'm like, listen, you can believe whatever you want to believe. Bottom line is this, you're on the crew, you bring an offering. Yep. Right? I don't care what it is. You will, you will find something. You'll be preparing to come on this trip and you look at something and go, oh, yeah, that's my offering. Right? And then we give that offering. 
whether it be a crystal or who knows, it doesn't matter what it is, right? It's, it's whatever, again, spirituality is individual, right? So you yeah. are going to offer what you think you need to offer, right? Um, and here's another trippy story. Uh, we went up to Gympie, have a look around there and one of my brothers, you know, brothers in arms and he's connected. He knew he should have brought an offering. He just forgot, right? Yeah. Anyway, we get to the end of the day <clears throat> and he's like, where's my pocket knife? What do you mean with your pocket? It's a brand new browning pocket knife. Now I've got one of these knives. We had the exact same knife because I think I got mine first. I'm like, man, these are cheap, but they're really good. You need to get one, right? And so we did. Now this knife stays in your pocket. doesn't matter what you do. I've climbed mountains with this knife in my pocket and it doesn't come out, right? And we get to the end of the day of exploring around Gimpy and his knife's gone. That's crazy. And I said to him, you didn't give an offering, did you? He goes, no, nah, man, I forgot. I said, I fucking told you, man. You know, you, you can't, there's, there's energies that you must honor, right? And there's all sorts of stories about that where people wander into places where they shouldn't wander and they come out and they're crazy, right? Whereas, you know, we do that. We know that there's, there's some ceremony that's involved. If we're, if we're about to go into sacred land and we're trying to search for secrets of the past, you know, we'll rub our hands together. We'll do whatever we feel is right. Normally the boys will take, you know, go in directions like, listen, just take five minutes and do whatever it is that you feel you need to do. Mm. Okay. You know, I normally rub the hands, you know what I mean? Rub my hands in the dirt and just say, thank you. And, you know, we're here, we're here. We're not, we're just explorers. You know, we're not um, trying to harm anything. And, you know, I give an offering of whatever it is. And it's been all sorts of stuff over the years. Uh, however, that's important. Right? I do think that like we've never had any drama on our trips. We've always given offering. We've always given thanks. Whereas I know some people who've gone, you know, headlong into the bush. Yeah, we went, took five people here and two people bounced their heads off rocks and, you know, one this person fell over and this happened and this happened. It's like, you know, um, it's weird, man. Actually, I'll give you a weird paranormal story. There you go. And we might finish with that, eh? Yeah. So it's getting late. Um, so I worked up in Papua New Guinea for a long time. And uh, the rig, we're, we're doing geothermal stuff, which is pretty dangerous as it is, you know, steam and all that sort of stuff. And uh, where we were, we're on the edge of the island. And basically, I could show you a picture, but it would take too long. But um, there was landfall, landslides there. And basically, there'd been a landslide there that had killed four blokes. So where we put the rig, we had to employ 70% national workforce, which I think is pretty cool, you know what I mean? Make 70% of the – which had to be Papua New Guinea, which I think is cool, you know, getting the local local boys in. Yep. But they wouldn't work on the rig site until it had been blessed by the, the shaman. I can't remember the name of the guy, but their shaman, right? So what we had to do is we had to get a pig. We had to sacrifice the pig, right? Now, they wanted to, like, drill – cut the head off and drill through the head into the hole. That's what they wanted to do. But instead, what we did is we, we slit this pig's throat over the hole and let it bleed out. And then basically, I was the cultural liaison. It was a weird experience, man. I, I picked up pigeon pretty quickly for whatever reason. And so I could talk to them. And so I ended up being cultural liaison. I think it cost me a thousand kina for the pig and for them to prepare it. And so they went away and they cooked this pig for three days. They brought it back and pretty tasty, right? Mm. I ate some. And, um, then in the night, because we weren't working night shifts, right, by then, the rig hadn't fully f started up yet. 
and during the night we never saw him the shaman came and scattered the bones around the rig right and did whatever he was going to do right and the you know as i say all the all the all the white fellas and and all the international boys most of us had some of the pig you know what i mean like we 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 completed our part of the ceremony for whatever that was worth for the next for however long that rig was one of the safest spaces you could ever be. No incidents, no accidents, no one got hurt, right? And I mean like pipe work falls 15 metres and falls in between two dudes. Right? <laughs> wow. Like that happened, like the, the close calls that happened were insane. Like it's like something was going to hit someone in the head and it deviated at the last second and fell on the ground. Jeez. Right? To the point where it was an anomaly. You know, because you can measure incidents. You'd know. Incidents yeah. happen, right? Every now and again, something's going to go wrong. Definitely. Nothing. Nothing there, right? Now, contrast this. So we were the one rig that did that, okay? We honoured the local spirits, the local energy, whatever. There was two other Filipino rigs on the island. Between those two other rigs, four people got killed. Um, ten people got seriously injured. Like, these dudes were broiled on the drill floor, man. Like, some nasty, really nasty incidents, right? Nothing, man. Nothing happened to us. That's right? crazy. To the point where it was odd, right? And here's this other, and here's something else. After we did it, I actually, this, that's just come to me right now. After we did the ceremony, like, the, the big rig pit, right, around the edge of our, our lay down, we had, like, a, 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 the, the wall, the mountain wall. All of a sudden, fresh water comes pouring out of the wall. Now, when I mean fresh water, we're a rig. We got pH testing. pH 7, pure H20, comes pouring out of the wall. Right to the point where we literally plugged a pipe into the side of the mountain. And I went and got a drink there every day, man. That's where I went and filled my water bottle up. Wow. Yeah. And that happened after we did the ceremony. So you're thinking that these other guys... The Filipinos obviously didn't. They didn't do it, man. No, they didn't they do didn't it. No. Well, they wouldn't. Yeah, they didn't respect it. They didn't really employ PNG people. They spoke down to them. They were pretty mean to them, actually. Um, we weren't. We were the opposite. We were cool to them. You know, we did. We honoured the the energy of the land, and we were repaid in kind. It's amazing, isn't it? It's weird, man. It is it's weird, weird, but it's amazing too. Like you know. So it's like when I say that to people, it's like, listen, believe whatever you want to believe. This is the facts. The yeah. two other rigs on the island didn't do what we did. And some really terrible, horrible things happened on those rigs. We did what the locals wanted us to do and we were fine. Yeah. And, and, and there was a landslide there one day too, Anthony, right? Mm. And man, landslides are scary, right? Anyway, where my, because I used to run the lay down yard, where my yard was, that the it collapsed it's hard to picture but like i don't know about a k away is where the edge of the volcano like we were drilling in the side of half a volcano it's pretty dangerous stuff but the wall of the the uh, what was left of the um the crater collapsed right because we'd had rain forever this is like up near the equator and again that landslide was coming at the lay down yard like you've never seen white fellas run so fast man <laughs> it stopped 
five metres from the yard. Get out. Just came to a stop. Why? You know yeah. what I mean? Look, and stuff like that happened all the time. All the time. And it's weird. You know? Yeah. So, you know, you, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but there's some weird stuff out there, man. Yeah. And, you know, where are these UFOs coming from? Interdimensional, intergalactic, who knows? But these things do exist. I think that's the bottom line here, mate. You know? Definitely. This advanced ancient civilization existed. It did. Doesn't matter which way you look at it. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I think we just got to keep exploring, mate. That's what we got to do. That's it. And like you were saying earlier, like, you know, spiritual connections can bring us a long way, you know? Like, when you look at through human history, there's always been a spiritual person in every village or mm-hmm. human society somewhere along the way. There's mm-hmm. always been some sort of spiritual connection with the earth where they're always um, regarded as a like, shaman or something like You know, there's always someone there of that sort of nature. Yeah. Yeah, um, and they so, see things that we don't, man. You yeah. know, and we've all got gifts, though, mate. You know, I think, um, you know, I stumbled upon the the research that I'll be doing the rest of my life, and I think you have too. Yeah. You know th- that that's us. That's our gift to the people, right? That's that's, mm. and we just got to keep going, man. Just got to keep going. Well, mate, listen, it's getting late for both of us, so yeah. uh, we got to work tomorrow. So, listen, man, I really appreciate your time. Um, have you got any final thoughts, mate, considering it's your, your first? Yeah, no, look, um, basically, look, keep an open minded, but also keep your feet on the ground, you know. There's mm. so many different possibilities out there, but don't get too lost in the stars. <laughs> you know, there's yeah, there's a lot of things well, out there and you can sort of lead you, lead you off path a bit, but, you know, try and keep a level head about things, you know. That's about the biggest thing I can say. Well, I think there's the old, you know, you can't reach for the stars, mate, because you never get there, right? Yeah, that's right. You know? So set your ladder up and be objective and, and be open-minded and understanding and, yeah. you know, and you know, love is the answer, man. We just If we be cool to each other and we share our information and we share our knowledge, guess what's going to happen? We're going to push ourselves forward. Definitely. And, and uh, you know, you, you're doing, as I said, I'm not, and yeah, I'm not, I feel like I'm blowing wind up your ass, but I'm not. I, I think the work you do is very valuable. Um, no, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm sure the people that you allow our platform for would, would, would totally agree with me, man. Well, as I say, mate, we didn't get to, you know, what are we, we've been at this for two hours. We didn't even get to yeah, half of what a, we wanted to get to. Yeah, well, it was two hours now. Um, but uh, so you have to come back. Definitely. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm happy with I know, that. Um, I, know, I know Angus wants to meet you as well. He, he, he might have been in tonight, but he's, he's, he's a bit under the weather. That's all right. Um, so, yeah, listen, man, thanks very much for your time. Um, and, yeah. Thank you to the Encounters Down Under audience. Lovely to meet you people and uh, unlocking the code. Welcome Anthony and his people into the fold and let's continue moving forward together. Absolutely, man. If anyone wants to come on the podcast with your own um, experiences there, be sure to get me on Facebook. Um, Messenger there or I can email us at um, AustralianUFOSightings.outlook.com.au Yeah, just get in touch or if you want me to go and look at some footage and that, look, I'm going to treat with all the respect there and try and figure out what something is you know um anything's a possibility and i'm hoping that one person does actually have that one yeah that golden footage footage. yeah that golden golden nugget you know that's gonna go look i can undeniably say that's something amazing you know 
So he's yeah. hoping, mate. He's hoping. If you get that bit of footage, you send it to me as well. Please. Definitely, mate. <laughs> with their permission, of course, you know. But um, with everyone's permission, obviously, yeah, with respect and obviously understanding. But so, uh, yeah, no, you, you provide a valuable service, mate. And look, uh, I look forward to uh, our next conversation. Thanks, Anthony. Man. Love it. Cheers, yeah. mate. Recording stopped. Oh, fucking hell, mate. Two hours. <laughs> Two hours, man. I told you we wouldn't shut up, didn't I? I told yeah. you. Sh- we went everywhere then, too. I don't even know what we're going to call that. Yeah, no, I didn't, we didn't really touch on where we really wanted to go with it. but just We, didn't. Of... we didn't. We didn't We didn't. touch on anything we actually wanted to talk about. So um, so we have, to, we have to do it again. Oh, no. Oh, no. We oh, have to sit damn. Down. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just where it just wants to take you. Like, you know, you can just... You can just, it's so hard to stick to topic on this sort of shit. You know? Well, that's because the rabbit hole's so... It's it's a rabbit warren, man. It just goes everywhere. Because the, And the problem is it all comes back to the same... It all comes back around and around and around, mate. Yeah. Uh, uh, awesome stuff, dude. But listen, it's late for both of us. Let's... Yeah. Um, I'm going to get out of here. I'll... um. Yeah, I'll send you the audio file uh, and the video file if you want it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really show you too much. Like I said, we didn't get to half of the stuff. Like I was going to show you all sorts of <laughs> weird shit. So, um, yeah, we haven't even, yeah, we haven't even uh, come close, mate. We haven't even come close. I was trying to find when we were talking about it. I was trying to find um, my camera. I've got a, my telescope attaches to my DSLR. Oh, nice! That'd be awesome. And and I took some wicked photos of Venus, but. Obviously, they're not on this because because I, I run the a lot of the podcast stuff runs through a different laptop with the audio program and stuff. Yep. But um, yeah, that's um, that was the pick of the moon shots that I got. Oh, ripper! Yeah, crazy, eh? That's awesome. And see Makes that you wonder what's on there, eh? Ah, uh, well, so perspective, right? That's the Tycho crater there. Yep. Okay, that's eighty-five kilometers internal diameter. Yeah. So that gives you perspective um that's 85 k's inside that hole yeah. so you know expand out from there um but yeah I'll, I'll find the photos of uh mars and yeah I, th- I was sure they were on this computer somewhere but i just fucking couldn't find them because what what i was going to show you is that i've got um yeah i just don't think that they're here oh they are there they are look 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 there we go fucking hell watch this uh, oh, is that your telescope there? Is it? Yeah, this is. It's not. It's not anything flash, man. But the DSLR, it's still manual, like it's yep. not uh, controlled. But yeah, you plug the DSLR into there. Ah, oh, ripper. Um. Yeah, obviously this is for next time because I'm like I was trucking. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> I just couldn't see it for love nor money. Um. But here, watch this, right? Check that out. That is a meteorite tumbling through space, dude. Nice. Right, so what I did, okay, so this is exactly what I did, right? So I went out, um, there's a, there's a, uh, like, as I say, I'm out near the Wyvernhoe Dam, so there's all these lawn farms out here. Yeah. And we went out the back of one of the lawn farms. My mate's brother works on one, so we set the telescope up because there's no light pollution around there. And um, I plugged the DSLR in. We pointed, this is the middle star of Orion's belt, okay? Oh, yeah. So that's what I pointed it at. I hit the... Uh, the DSLR, so preset, you know, like five-second aperture, mm-hmm. uh, 10-shot burst, so like one, one, two, three, four, you know, and just yep. fifth. And honestly, shutter speed, hit, yep. Yep, shutter speed. I hit the button and I walked away. 
lit of smoke sitting there talking to me, mate, and just let the camera do its thing. Ding, 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 ding. And I've got the other shots of this. And I took this photo to a little alien-looking bloke in um, at a telescope shop here in Brisbane. And I said, what the fuck is this, man? Because I think it's a, a meteorite tumbling through space. And he's like, that's exactly what it is. You've just captured a one in a million shot because there's no, like, I didn't touch it, Anthony. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. said, you'd be the critical thinking. I literally pressed the remote and turned around and walked away. No one touched the telescope. No one touched anything. The telescope didn't move. But what I find the trippiest thing is watch this. Look at all those it's stars, tumbling, man. Not- it's tumbling. Yeah, look. See? You sure like that's that. stars, not the, the digital pixelation? No, this is stars, dude. Look at that. But this here is, this here is a, a, a stone, a meteorite tumbling through space. Yeah, no, because you can see it because like, you can see the whole pattern, like as if, because like, I don't know if you, you played with um, shutter speed, but like you can go and move around and it'll follow yeah, yeah. the exact same pattern. But like, yeah, that is like, literally tumbling. It's tumbling, man. Like that is a one in a million shot, dude. Like yep. it's a, um, and where is there? She is. There's Venus. Yeah, bright and beautiful. So you can see why that's you know mistaken for a UFO. Yeah. Like, just beautiful. I mean, look at the rainbows coming off it, man. Just amazing. Just amazing. Um, but where's the one I'm looking for? Mm-mm-mm-mm. And then I'll let you go because this is going to blow your mind. Here we go. So this is, I can't remember what star this is. Beetlejuice, maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay. So again, aperture speed, uh, to be three, sh- three second burst, uh, three or four shot. And this is one of the middle shots, right? There's another galaxy. Galaxies. Yep. Galaxy. 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 Right? Galaxy. 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 Um, where's the... Oh, it's not this one. I've got another one where there's a photo of a, of a massive gas cloud. Um, oh, a nebula. Yeah, where's that? Oh, there's that's Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah, that's Jupiter and her four moons. Or, well, you know, four of her moons, I should say. See, some of it's not real good. You got to set it up right. Mm. It takes a lot of fucking around. But see, look at that. Look at the stars moving, right? So that, and this is the thing: people don't understand how fast stars move, man. Like that's yeah. stars moving. But look in the background. Galaxy, galaxy, right? little red, red, purple, and green. You see them? There's another purple one down yeah. here. Beautiful. There's a red one. Jeez, um, you've done well with a camera to be able to pick that up and like zoom in too. Like that's. Amazing. Well, I, I I looked at I looked at it a lot. There's a there's a Mustang. Um, I looked at it for a long time, man. I set it up. It was the Pegasus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Pegasus, but it 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 didn't work out. Oh yeah, the um moving stars bugger. Yeah, it. moving stars, man. But again, you look in the background. Galaxy, galaxy, galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you sort of had me questioning there, like, because I wasn't sure like how. Well, you're going to pick up the stars in the background. I actually thought it might have been digital. No, no, no. No, this is this is a, it's a it's an EOS 550D. Like it's a was the best camera in 2012 or 13. So it's a proper and I like it's a proper good camera. 
Yeah, there's the one with the, the gas cloud. Look at that. Wow. Not galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah, this is shit. I, I love doing this sort of stuff. That's stuff I want to get into. Yeah, man. But it's pretty expensive, though, to get some good gear. Yeah, I think... So, basically, what happened was is that I reached the... I bought new lenses and everything for the telescope, and I basically... The lenses that I got were too big for the mirror. Um, yeah, the lenses were basically better than the mirror. Yep. And it was like either start the podcast or spend $1,500 on a telescope. So I started the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's one. Yeah, look at this, right? So this is, I told a mate of mine to pick a the darkest spot in the night sky and I'll mm -hmm. take a photo, right? And I did, right? So I think it was, three, again, three-second burst. Look at that. Holy Jesus just fucking goes on forever man it look does. at it look at it every single one of those things is a star dude look at it it's amazing it never ends man what the fuck is that little cluster there you know what i mean like yeah yeah and you just <laughs> it's pretty oh, there's another little galaxy hiding there look at it man another little cluster what's that all right just never ends all right just zoom keep zooming man it never ends and look at that nothing yeah. Right. So it's the guy shit that we're I, missing out on, eh? Oh, it's unbelievable, man. The guy that I did this to doesn't smoke a lot of weed. And we had given him a bit. And um, and then I showed him, I said, come in here. And I went like this. And he just went, whoa, man. And he like <laughs> he was quiet for like 45 minutes, man. I just shot him through a wormhole in the universe. He's like, but I can't see anything. I'm like, yeah, but watch that. You know, it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's for me. When I, before I started the podcast, I was doing this, and it's like, um, it uh, it shifts your perspective, right? I mean, watch this. Look at that, man. It's shit everywhere. Eh? It's fucking unbelievable, man. It's it's, yeah. There's you know what one. sucks though? That's, it's the, like... that's the darkest spot in the sky. Look at that. Uh, but what sucks though? It's like we can't go out there with a telescope and see that. No. No, it's, no, it's the, the only reason, yeah, I could not see that through the telescope. The mm. camera got to see that yeah. because of the aperture shot. That's, yeah. it's, yeah, I didn't physically see that. It's shit that way. It's like, oh, yeah. I want to, that's the shit I want to look at, you know? This is, mm -hmm. I want to be able to point the telescope and go, oh, look at that nebula and just like go, wow, but no, nah, we can't see the detail of it. No, nah, I mean, I mean, this is, I, the, basically the thing is, was to get Jupiter and the moons. Yep. And I spent, you know, when Jupiter's in that arc, Every night, every clear night, I was trying to get a clear photo of Jupiter in the rings. Mm. No, you won't get rings of Jupiter. You get sat in there. Uh, I know that. No, I you know the spot, the red spot. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? yeah. You can see the. But yeah, look, can't, couldn't get it, man. No, you need to um, change your lenses again. Yeah, I, I, I've actually got, I've got coloured lenses now. I've got coloured lenses now. But what was happening is that I was at the end of the mirror, right? You know, it's yep. like the, the refraction oh, and the, yep. whatever it is. But still, you know, that's Jupiter. But look, watch this. If I go like that, it's still caught another galaxy, man. Oh, Some nice. sort of galaxy there. Um, yeah, there's another purple one down here. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'll send you to a Facebook group. Um, that I'll sort of keep an eye on with some of their stuff. It's called uh, Amateur Astronomy Australia or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it through to me. Yep. And sure. like, people are going through this stuff all the time. Like, you know, they'll help you go through to get the right lenses and shit like that. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I hear you go. So this is the, uh, that was the refinery. Okay. That was the fucking piece of shit, fucking bong den that it used to be. And um, <laughs> this was stage one. Nice. Yeah, and that's like the old XY mic that we used to use. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, this was this was the refinery version one. Actually, trippy shit. Talk about trippy shit. That's gun gun. Glasshouse Mountains. Trippy shit happens up there too. Yeah, I imagine the wood. Mm. Beautiful going past there though, walking those mountains. Oh, yeah. I've been up through there a, bit, a few times, man. But no, mate, the rabbit hole's never... I'm glad I could... Actually, I'm probably more glad I could find those... Um, off the off the podcast as opposed to on the podcast to show you but yeah i'll never that is a meteorite tumbling through space man that is amazing isn't it it's yeah. unbelievable like i mean i'm like you dude I'm, I'm i will look at things for from every perspective and i'm like listen i what is this and i took as i said i took it to this dude dude that looked like an alien Mm. Um, he, he seriously, this guy at the telescope shop in Logan did not look like he was from around here, right? <laughs> um, he probably needs to come on your podcast, mate. But, um, yeah, he uh, he goes, Man, you have just by chance captured total chance captured a fucking meteorite tumbling through space because every other shot, either side of it, doesn't have that, it's only that one shot that looks yeah. like that. So by the time the aperture would close and then reopen again, that was gone. Damn. Unreal, eh? So is that but supposed even, to be the main object, that blue one? Is that supposed to be the actual? Yeah, so this this is, this is here is the middle star of Orion's belt. Oh, so yeah, that's right. It's the star, yep. So you yeah. just missed out on the actual main body of a shooting star or is it disintegrated maybe? I don't know. It's either, Or it might have come into focus or something, right? Look, it's looked like it's come through here and it's tumbling. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because, I mean, so you think about that's how far that star moves. In oh, yeah, sorry. I'm thinking it must have been going the other way. Um, gone. Yeah, no, so that's one, so five. No, it's coming down this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Right, and this is five seconds, right? So that's how much the star of Orion's moved. belt moved in five seconds. Yep. And so in five seconds, that thing is tumbled like that through that aperture. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, you can literally see it tumbling. So it makes you wonder how big this thing was. I don't know, man. Exactly. Exactly. Like, well, you can see though. There's a. I don't know. You can sort of like when it gets to the end there. That's. So sort of see, it looks like. Smaller and it might have been bigger to go on like once it started hitting the. I don't know, man. It's a weird the, one, um, eh? The atmosphere but again, and shit like again that. though, let's ignore that and watch this. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just fucking, just fucking goes on, dude. It just never ends. Just never ends, man. Me and, uh, me, so me and Angus, we're the guys that do the podcast and he, um, we, we chose a star, one of the prominent stars in the sky and went, how far away is that? How many light years away is that? Oh. And then we tried to convert that distance into kilometers and yeah, we nearly fucking had a conniption on the front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> But oh well, mate. Listen, yeah. hey, awesome to meet you, man. Let's fucking pack it up because it's uh, sorry, it's 20, 2012. 2012. <laughs> um, awesome to meet you, man. And listen, as I say, 
we're not going to have any trouble. And we we got to get to the sacred grid, and we've got to get to alignments. And um, I'll I'll do a bit of a UFO deep dive as well before the next one we do as well, just for to answer that question properly as to what's the oldest depiction of UFOs and rock art and stuff like that. Because yep. um, yeah, I can I've got I've got it somewhere. You know what I mean? The the, the research never ends. Well, listen, brother. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you. you. It's it's uh, it's been awesome, man, and and awesome to connect with Aussie podcasters. Like oh, I, you know, I love I love connecting with those boys overseas and stuff. But I'd rather keep it in our own backyard as well. Yeah, you know? I'm that's why I sort of keep things dedicated to our backyard. You yeah. know, because here are other podcasts there. There's across the world. You know, everything's sort of yeah. dedicated to more America than anything. Mm. And um, you know, there is another a few other podcasts there that sort of do dive on the Aussie based ones there. But it's like I want to dedicate to Australia. I want to mm. dedicate straight to ufos like you know because um I, you know, wouldn't know the believe podcast there with Cade. yeah um he covers all aspects there but it's like i, I want to keep it that one like you know keep it focused yeah keep it on one focus you know yeah mm. so but yeah no look thanks well, again man no, thank you very much for having me on yeah no let's you, you've got to come back mate there's no there's no ifs buts or maybe you're coming <laughs> back definitely uh and uh yeah we'll talk again soon man look after yourself eh? you too i might enjoy talk to you, you soon mate. And that will do it, folks, for this episode of Encounters Down Under. I hope you enjoyed the show, and remember, you can also get involved in the show by joining the Facebook page and getting in on the live streams. Also, please be sure to share with your friends and family to help us grow and potentially find our next guest on the show. If you or you know someone who has had an encounter, please get in touch with me through our Facebook page via Messenger or email at AustralianUFOSightings at Outlook.com.au. I look forward to seeing you on the next encounter down under. Hooroo!